Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. Big shout to DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never. Yo, what up, y'all? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah, what up, what up? And DJ D-Miles is out of commission. He's MIA once again, this time getting his knee fixed. <laughs> It's not yeah. his ass. He went from the ass to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was good, man. Anyway, uh, we miss you, D, and hopefully your knee gets a lot better. Yeah. We're praying you get How many back episodes soon. has D missed this year? Oh, thanks, so. A bunch, uh, man. This year? 15? I want to say about 10, 12. 10, 12? I say 15, 20. No. I'm about to say 20, but yeah. say no, no, no. About 15. Yeah, no he's bunch, had right? so much shit going on. Like, COVID scares, all that shit. I wonder if our listeners, like... If Do they we, even notice at this point? It's just like, oh, this guy just No, they definitely around. notice, but I, I'm sure, like, they're just so used to hearing that he's gone from an episode. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, D again. And, and they're surprised when he is actually here. Yeah, like, oh, my God, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, so we're going to do the 2020 recap. Recap, wrap yeah. up. We're going to recap we, what we usually do at the end of the year. This year will be different, though. Little It'll weird be a this little year. different, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to adjust on the uh, club hits. Yeah, obviously, we're gonna really mm-hmm. dig deep. We're gonna definitely do that, but I definitely want to speak on a couple of things. I want to speak on the Senator Tillis, the COVID nineteen stimulus bill. Yes, sir. Where they're kind of targeting at live streamers, and they're they're making it a, a felony to stream uh, out time. copywritten music mm-hmm. illegally. Time. Illegally. Yeah, they're they even uh, thinking about you know. I don't know. Locking some of you motherfuckers up. Locking motherfuckers <laughs> up. Locking motherfuckers up for streaming. For streaming, for playing music. But they're trying That's to sneak. Shit, man. They're trying to sneak that shit into the yeah. the, the, the COVID nineteen stimulus, stimulus bill. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna give you two thousand, but you're gonna use that same two thousand yeah. for your bucks. That's <laughs> you locked up. They're actually voting for it right now. I think right. Yeah. Yeah. Today. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Hopefully by the end of this, <laughs> we hear something back. That'd be here. some shit. You in the middle of streaming, you get a knock on your door. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking police, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. So how y'all been, man? Are y'all prepared? Are y'all prepared for this recap? Yeah, we've been. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, it was like a study hall. Me and Never were sitting next to each other going through notes and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. A lot tougher this. than we expected, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Did you uh, did you take a McRib break in the middle of that? We did, we did. Never, yeah. of course, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never. So you ordered a McRib? I, every year, no, I love McRibs, man. It's yeah. like once a year, I gotta have one, man. <laughs> How many did you have? I had two. At one sitting? Yes. Yeah. No fries? Of course fries. Yeah. Fries, <laughs> and, and, a coke. and a large Coke. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> it was a, you know what? I ain't going to lie, man. What? I actually ordered a McRib myself. Whoa! <laughs> I was going to say, you would never how, do that. How many did you order? I ordered two. <laughs> how, how good was it? <laughs> did you go? It was a little heavy on the sauce. It's, that's, it's always been like that. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. It was good. It was good Delicious, enough. Right? Oh, yeah, man. I felt I felt a little sick, but I was all right. It was cool. <laughs> the little side effects. He said you got to do it like once a year. After that, there's no more McRib. What did you no, until next year. I think it's been like maybe five to ten years since it's, I've had it's a It's been for me as well. Yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, since I moved to Vegas, I never ha- I didn't have a McRib. He said he gets one once a year, and then he goes to have it. No, before that. Years. I mean, before that, when they used to come out with the McRib once a year, I always used to get it. But then, like, I remember moving to Vegas, and they didn't have it out here. They thought I was crazy. I was like, do you have any big ribs? Because I saw it on the commercial that was available. Yeah. And the lady was like, oh, what is that? I'm like, what are you talking about? The McRibs. Right. She was like, oh, I never heard of that before. You felt like them motherfuckers that was asking for, uh, what were they calling? Lighter. Uh, <laughs> what are you the, the, 
Well, motherfuckers that would like uh, they've been pranking people. They've been saying like go go into the uh, gas oh, station the- and ask for um what do they say? No headlight fluid. <laughs> headlight fluid. Yes, <laughs> they were doing that with uh, with the PS Five too. The dual shock cock controller, <laughs> and the woman would go in. He was and his wife in there, <laughs> and she'd be like, "Can I get the dual shock PS Five controller?" But it was just a big joke. But yeah. for some reason, this year the big vape is a big thing. Dude, it's know always what. been a big. I mean, thing. I don't know. It's like bigger than usual. Like a lot more people talking about it. I think it's just people getting uh, like paid on social media to hype it, it, it could off. be that also as well, yeah. Yeah, because it, it was a little more obvious with the Popeye chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I was really obvious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think with this one, I, I fell a victim to it. I was like, no, let me get the McRib because I just saw it. Was that your up. first time having one? Nah, like maybe 15, 10 years I haven't had one, oh. yo. I haven't had one in like maybe tw- in forever. Like, I haven't had one like in eight years, but mm-hmm. I think the last time I had it was in the 90s. I think so. Well, I might have had one in Unless we had one before. No? Didn't nah, you bring we... one to the shop one time that new? I think you, you know, did. No, I might have. Yep, I did. Yeah. Maybe eight years ago or something? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, why did you bring this? Why did you bring this for crib? <laughs> Trust me, Anyway, man. So we're going to talk about the COVID-19 stimulus bill and them trying to lock motherfuckers up. Lock um, up. I did want to kind of talk about Kid Capri. Uh, someone sent me a video. <laughs> I should shout him out. Actually, it was Earl Will. Mm-hmm. Send oh, me a video, a screen, uh, screen, uh, recording. screen recording of uh, Kid Capri on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. basically talking about a pension plan for DJs that he's trying to set up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to hear this. You shit. Gonna, are you gonna? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, to, shut the fuck up and listen to this. All right. I can't wait. You know, you'll, you'll make money later on. You will have to, you know, pay money, your dues or whatever it is or however they set it up. But the point is, you'll have a pension to where later on, when you're older, you'll have money. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we, I'm trying to set that up. And also we're trying to set up this thing where uh, we set up a credit line for DJs that don't have credit. <clears throat> so those are the two things I was working on before the quarantine. I've, I've been in, in touch with my man that I've been talking to going back and forth about it, but it's hard to move because of what's, everything that's going on. But once everything over, we're going to get right back to it. And, you know, it might not be an easy task, but it looks good. And once it does happen, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a feather in the cap. For the DJs, because you gotta keep in mind, y'all don't have no pensions. You DJs, mm-hmm. you know facts. what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, y'all not writing no music. And if you, if, you know, unless you're a DJ that <laughs> writes facts. and you publishing your music or whatever, and you get your bread. But most DJs are not writers, and you know they 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 depending on check to check to do show to show. So you have to look at it like that. You don't have no no nothing like that. So if you if this passes through, this is something that's going you know be for everybody. You know, you be able to be able to be taken care of and you know you ain't got to worry about later on if you're going to be all right or not you know and, and i think that's a pretty good thing and i'm, I'm hoping it go through but we're really oh. working hard on it yeah. get it kid get it kid <laughs> yeah he says if it gets through like if it's a fucking bill through government i don't i mean oh, I, have, I have a question man Yo, I'm, you th- I'm not trying to be foul here <laughs> Tell um, me, would, I mean, would you trust a pension plan <laughs> that wait wait wait, wait. I'm not trying to di- yo. First of all, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Like Kid Capri is like an idol to me. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, would you trust a pension plan that Kid Capri was in charge of? The, the way you making it sound, you making it sound like it's. That's gonna be a no for me, sound bad, But I don't know, man. You trusting Kid Capri with your money? I don't know, man. Fam. I'm not trusting Be Kid real. Capri with my money. Are you going to trust a pension plan with Kid Capri? <laughs> <laughs> like, you even laughing about it. I, I don't know, man. Maybe so, we got to see. There was an interview with Clark Kent, right? 
uh-huh. and Clark Kent spoke. I forgot what it was for, but he spoke about creating a union for DJs I mean, and yeah, producers. I remember seeing that. Yeah, and it was like union dues, and I think it had. It was basically. Something mm-hmm. in the lines of a pension plan. He said he's been trying it for years, for yeah. a while, a long time ago. And yeah. we've we've even t- even talked about like potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I t- we talked about it on a podcast, but I definitely talked to so you guys we, about this it. This has been on the podcast for two years. Yeah, well, we we were saying having a union for Medicare, for, for healthcare, for healthcare, healthcare. Yeah, uh-huh. even like lawyer Potential, fees, lawyer having fees. like an in-house lawyer that could go through contracts and advise motherfuckers on shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we spoke and, about that. And with that, with those union fees, you can include health care and a pension, mm-hmm. yeah, and have motherfuckers just pay dues every month on that shit. Yeah, we talked mm-hmm. about that. Depending on how much you make a year, it would be you know, it would kind of take a percentage of whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I just want not, not. My whole but, thing is I don't but, know if but kid, not from Kid Capri. I don't. <laughs> That's I don't fucked know, up, man. No, I mean, <laughs> sorry, kid. <laughs> Great DJ. I trust, I, to say the least. For some reason, I trust Clark Kent a little bit more. I, I trust him. Yeah, I was Why is that. that, though? What's the difference? I just feel like he's more, not to this, but maybe more organized a little bit. I don't know. I have, I've had bad experiences with <laughs> Kick Capri. I've heard that a lot about people. I've Can heard, we, I, you talk about this in a podcast before? Because I, I don't, don't want to like blow anybody's spot up. You <laughs> did <laughs> once, but it was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. But I had to, yeah. I mean, long, long story short, Kick Capri. I mean, he's a very, you know. Don't say the specific story because you said the story and I had to bleep out names. Oh, you did? Yes. I had to do it because we had to protect him. But you can say that it was not a fun experience with him. I mean, it was. uh, It makes me question to think (laughs) if I would put money into a pension plan with this motherfucker. Same, same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I've heard bad run-ins with Kid Capri by a lot of people. So what you think? He would like, um, mm, would he take the money or would he... Invest it in the, he'll make the wrong decisions. I don't know. Like it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, man. It's like DJ Envy when he did all that gathering the money top of the pandemic. Imagine you putting something into a pension plan for like ten years. <laughs> and then you go knocking at the door. And then you try to like, you know, you try to claim you your pension. Money and it's not there. And it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's I'm not like, saying I'm not saying Kiko is gonna rob nobody. That's kinda you know like saying? remember that movie The Heist with Ben Stiller? Oh, yeah. I do, I do remember the, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he took all the um, workers' pension. Money. Well, it was about Bernie Madoff, right? Yeah, he tried yeah. to take the pension so they could have more money, but he wound up stealing their money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think Kick Capri going to do? He's in a heist. How I know if I just see Bernie Madoff? <laughs> you can't lie because you can't lie. You can't lie because if you start seeing Kick Capri driving like <laughs> Lexus, a bunch like of cars Mercedes? that he should be driving, you'd be like, yo, a Lambo, Rolls Royce, yeah, yeah, yeah. new teeth. Like it's gonna, it's gonna be something. Gonna, if you're gonna start a pension plan, you have to be really, really upfront. Mm-hmm. About how motherfuckers are getting paid, yeah, and exactly from that, because mm-hmm. we saw what happened with Wyclef too. What happened with Wyclef? With Wyclef, and he had like a Haiti fund. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that was. Remember he, he, he but he was he was always he was always uh, riding for Haiti. Mm-hmm. You know, well, he's yeah. like a proud Haitian. I think he ran for. Did he run for president or some shit? He I ran for something. Some office, yeah, some, some office shit. Yeah. yeah, but he ended that ended up. They ended up taking a whole bunch of that money and it ran away with it. Well, I mean, they were just overpaying motherfuckers and then, like, building offices that, like... For no reason. Yeah, extravagant, luxurious offices and, like... <laughs> then you have, like, the Spider-Man Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, <he did>. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. I'm saying, if Wyclef is going to do that with hate, like, money for His Haiti... Country. Mm-hmm. 
What can Kid Capri do with our money? I mean, I'm not saying Kid Capri gonna do nothing, man. Like I got, you know, it's a lot jokes, of respect for him, man. It's all jokes. I mean, I mean, this is, some of it is jokes, but there's <laughs> <laughs> a little truth behind it. But it's all jokes. This is Are jokes. you gonna be the first to sign up for the Kid Capri Fuck pension? No, plan? I don't. I'll never sign up. I don't know, man. You you never know. Would you put like 350 a month on it? I got to get more information about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say yes, and I'm gonna say no. No, yeah. I ain't never being cheap ass over here. Fuck no. Dude, that's a saying. lot of money. He's just not, he's not going to try to disrespect Kid Capri. Because he's a goat. Yeah. Which is understandable, but still. <laughs> I'm talking about money and me giving you my money. Now. But we know damn well when we stop recording. He's never, gonna be like, oh, gonna be fuck like, that. I'm not going to put no money into that shit. <laughs> 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 it was all for entertainment purposes. That's true, nah, man. I'm not even going to bring up the, you know. <laughs> the what? The what? <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. Take care. Anyway, should we just should we just start this this uh <laughs> let's just go let's top ten? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, you know what? I want to talk about this the Senator Tillis thing. So let's 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 hit up my man P Dot. P Dot's like he was our tech guy. He's a video road guy. podcast alumni. He helped yeah. us with the video audio back in the day, and uh, he's just the go to guy when it comes to all this nerd shit. Yeah, we don't know shit about shit. Yeah, so we're gonna hit him up. All right. What up, fam? What up, Peter? What up, dog? What's up, man? Good to see you guys. Miss you guys. I miss you guys, man. man. I hope you've been uh, good during this uh, pandemic, man. Yeah, just uh, trying to stay healthy, trying to stay good. I heard heard you caught a little bit of the bug a little bit, but you got through it. Yeah, yeah. I did get it early on, uh, maybe like July. Uh, It wasn't wasn't too bad, but I mean, it wasn't fun to get through. It was was tough. (laughs) I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Well, it's good, man. You look healthy. You're looking handsome. I missed your face. <laughs> well, I want to talk about this bill because we were talking through uh, Instagram uh, DMs, right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking a little bit more about it. And basically, uh, Senator Tillis, right, was basically kind of, he must have gotten hit up by the labels, right? The labels must have hired some lobbyists to, to like bribe members of Congress and introduce this into the legislation. And basically... Illegal streaming of works, including movies and music, could carry a penalty of up to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're definitely coming uh, after. Yeah. It sounds like, I don't know, man. Like You could tell me more about this, Pete, but this is me and my speculation. Okay. Basically, right now, um, for labels to enforce the copyright infringement, they have to spend their own money. They got to spend their own lawyers. Oh, right? so they got to pay for everything. They got to pay for everything. Got it. Now, in order for them to kind of... And then the thing is, if they're if they're battling the labels, and these streaming apps, these streaming apps and these labels, they got they got lawyers too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got maybe even better lawyers than the fucking labels. I mean, if, twi- twi- if we're talking about Twitch only, I mean, we're they got about Amazon t- money, baby. Yeah. Twitch, Amazon. They got the Bezos. They got yeah. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos was on the record saying he doesn't know what they're talking about. Right? He <laughs> uh-huh. he stood in front of. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's chump change to him. That's yeah. like yeah. He keeps his pocket. <laughs> but he even stood in front of. Didn't he stand in front of like Congress and was like, I don't know what y'all talking about when they brought up <laughs> yeah, the music man. infringement. That's way too down his uh, the pay like the pay grade ladder. Yeah. Well, no, he knows what they're talking about. He just don't. so basically the labels. I don't even think they could. I think they're knocking on the door and no one's answering. So they're hitting up all these streaming apps and they're hitting up all of these these uh, these sites. Yeah. And no one's answering. So they're ringing the doorbell. So now what these labels are doing? They they went to Congress. They're trying to make it a felony, so that they can actually sit down with these these streaming apps and these sites and finally get their attention and negotiate a deal or something, right? Yeah. So, P-Dot, let us know a little bit more about what you know from the inside. 
So uh, first of all, I guess we should go back to what DMCA is, right? Because right. that's kind of where this all stems from. Mm-hmm. So yeah. DMCA is the Digital Music Copyright Act. Mm-hmm. It was uh, something passed a long time ago, uh, kind of like after the Napster era, uh, when the labels first kind of fought uh, online sharing of music. Right. So that was their kind of way to introduce some type of legislation, some type of law and, and just put it on the book saying that like, yo, it's illegal to stream copyrighted music online or share. It. I shouldn't say stream, but share it in any way. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where you really first saw DMCA really hit hard was YouTube a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. About eight years ago. I mean, you can still search all your songs, your favorite songs on YouTube and you'll find, um, a, like a copy of it or whatever maybe it'll be bad quality maybe it'll be good quality but this is also the same reason why a lot of the songs you see online now are actually posted by the label because mm-hmm. DMCA didn't work so they needed to get ahead of all the people posting their music anyway and just hope that they ended up at the top of the search history you know what i mean yeah because yeah. back in the day you could get like the whole album for low and theory on youtube yeah and yeah just it just it. it'd just be like a playlist right and you just click on it and you can get through the whole thing right mm-hmm. so uh, the label since YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world, the only second to Google and Google owns both of them. Um, they needed to get ahead of it. So because DMCA really didn't work uh, on a large scale, they just kind of started posting the music. Now where this got even more tricky was when people started uh, posting more videos like uh, vlogs like Casey Neistat and all those other big vloggers when vlogging came around and DMCA kind of hit again because all these people were trying to use popular music to put as the backdrop of all their like cinematic everyday videos. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what happened was they were getting so many views, like millions of views that to the point where it got the attention of the record labels again, and they started enforcing DMCA once again. Mm -hmm. Now what the labels did is uh, they don't have actual people checking like every single video. What they do is they have like uh, an algorithm that'll like search through all the new videos that get posted to whatever source so youtube was like the first really big one basically like a shazam right yeah basically yeah basically basically it would as soon as you uploaded the video um it would kind of filter through their their algorithm and then it would issue a strike to they would the record labels would issue a strike to youtube saying like hey this is copyrighted music so um at first they would actually take the video down because youtube didn't really have a policy about it Mm -hmm. then they started enforcing um, their their new policy. I think it's called Content ID, where instead the the deal they struck with the record labels is that um, instead of taking down your content, what they would do is the record label would either have the choice of A, mute it, or B, they would, if the video was going to make money, all revenue would go straight to the label. Right. But you get to keep your content up. Yeah. Now, moving on to where Twitch is, um dmca didn't really hit twitch uh it did kind of maybe about 18 24 months ago uh but they never really got hit up the way that youtube did because it's just not as searchable it's nowhere near as big Mm -hmm. now this is a huge deal for us now as djs and just because of the the rise of streaming course during quarantine and everything during the pandemic people exactly more people are posting things with music and there's DJs and live performers and mm-hmm. uh, people that are gaming that are putting music in the background. So Twitch is growing at an exponential rate, especially now it's probably seen like the biggest growth I would say right. that they've seen in a while just with uh, everybody hopping on and just not even people streaming, but a lot of people viewing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other things to watch on Netflix and HBO or whatever. Let's see what else is on the internet. 
Now, the reason why with Twitch it's kind of up in the air is because they don't have a system like Content ID that YouTube has where mm -hmm. YouTube struck a, that deal where, hey, okay, don't take our, the content down. We'll just give you the money. And I really think that that's got to be where Amazon and Twitch kind of take it. It's like if you're, the streamer is going to make money on the whatever they're putting out mm -hmm. and you're going to flag it, just go ahead and give them the money anyway. Yeah. Now, well, as they, a stream, it kind of started with I, Instagram Live, right? They started yeah, coming actually. at Facebook, yeah. right? Yeah, because Facebook's actually been, uh, they got hit up for DMCA too. But see, they actually did it uh, the opposite way where they didn't want to share revenue at all. So their policy was just take it down and we don't want to deal with it at all. We don't want to come up with a system like Content ID where it's going to shift the, the revenue. We're just going to make it as easy as possible for ourselves and just cut it off. So no strings attached, you know, mm -hmm. you don't have to deal with us. We don't have to deal with you. And, and D-Nice nice pretty much fucked that up for everybody, right? Because he was I mean, just going viral with all that shit. Because there was a bunch of DJs uh, in, going in a on, way, on IG but, Live, right? But see, that that's where, like, I think Twitch needs to kind of catch what D-Nice did, right? Where they can get ahead of it still. Where when D-Nice did it, he obviously got white flagged and uh, Facebook and Instagram was paying for whatever the the content or the the copyright was for whatever music he was playing mm -hmm. yeah they had a they had to strike a deal because they didn't have a policy in place where everybody else could keep streaming and that's why i think instagram missed a huge opportunity there because everybody moved to twitch because everybody was sick of getting cut off after like 10 15 20 minutes right yeah. right where right now on twitch you can still stream the only thing that gets cut off or uh, muted out is your uh, VODs or your videos on demand. So the things that get saved after. The archive, yeah. Yeah, the archive. yeah, exactly, exactly. So the gamers are getting hit because they want to put like whatever the, the hottest music is on while they're playing their game or whatever. And they're going on for hours. I'm talking about six, eight hours long, right? They're right. letting the, the songs rock. So that's where the, the DMCA is kind of hitting and where the labels are more upset. It's because you're getting like eight hours of content with copyrighted music behind it for most of it. Mm -hmm. And these kids are making upwards of ten to $20,000 a month in revenue from Twitch. Right. They're not seeing a dollar, right? And I'm not talking about like five, ten people. Let's say probably like at least maybe 1,000, 1,500 people are making five figures a month on Twitch streaming. Damn, and well, you, you make like, or you think about it, and a big component of their, their stream is not just, you know, talking to the camera and playing the game, but in between games, having music having like setting a vibe, you know, they all have like elaborate sets behind them, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. So if you take away that aspect of music and they're just sitting there blank, quiet, talking to somebody, that's going to affect the way they conduct their business being streaming. But it's also the music in the games. So they're getting shut yes. down. They're getting caught for the music that's already licensed in the game. Yeah. yeah. And so they're getting shut but, down for that. Yeah. So that part's a little bit trickier. We can get into that in a second. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, that that's a little bit trickier. But as far as, like, the music they're playing during their streaming, right, I think that Twitch needs to find – and they will figure out a way to come up with some type of system because if you take your top – 15, 20% revenue makers, right? Because mm -hmm. all of these guys are getting anywhere from 5,000 to 10,000 subs a month. And a sub is a subscription is anywhere from five to $15, depending on how, like what tier of subscription right, you get. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And there's thousands of dollars a month for each streamer as just donations. Right. 
and Twitch is getting a large, the majority cut of each and every one of those. Well, 50%, if, right? 50% of the subs. Uh, 50, to, 50 to 40%, depending on uh, the tier you are with Twitch. Right. Um, so if your largest moneymakers, the top tier, is that upset with you, and there's another platform such as YouTube that they can go to mm-hmm. where they already have a system in place to kind of deal with that, eventually your largest moneymakers are going to either A, leave or complain enough where, you know, they're going to make you act on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that Twitch is going to have to come up with a way, the way that YouTube did to come up with a content ID system where they can just move the revenue over. Because as far as DJs and, you know, there's tons of DJs and there's lots of people that get thousands of views every time they stream or hundreds of views when they stream. We're a very small fraction of the income side of Twitch, right? Less than and one, all, less than one percent. Would you say? Yeah, yeah, so, somewhere around there. See, the the problem is, is all these DJs on social media and Twitter, they're so I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna make fun of them a little bit. They're so self absorbed, <laughs> right? That they think that you know, like, oh, they're coming after the DJs. They're coming after DJs. They don't give a shit about the yeah. DJs on Twitch. Like, yeah, you guys are small potatoes. They don't give a fuck about y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, it's all about the gamers, right? Exactly, right? So, like, if we're a penny to a dollar to what the gamers make, the the labels really don't care about us. It's the, the Twitch as a whole, mm-hmm. right? So, because, and this is why, I, if you think about how it's implemented right now, where the only thing that really gets muted, like, you can stream, like, you can stream six, seven hours, and you're not going to get stopped or muted as you're playing, right? As you're DJing, you can play all the copyrighted music you want, and you're not going to get taken down like Instagram or Facebook would do to you on Twitch. It's just the archive that gets hit. Right. And because, and the reason it's like that is because that's what's most important to all these gamers is because a, the Twitch audience is kind of built where they know that you might stream from in the afternoon from, say, like 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., but maybe you're at work and they know that that archive is going to be up when they get home. So they're going to watch that instead like they would watch TV. Mm-hmm. There's a whole generation of kids where this is their main source of media, right? It's they watch their favorite streamers on Twitch. They might watch a little bit in Netflix. But the percentage of that of people that watch it live and the percentage of the people that watch it after, it's kind of up in the air, right? It's, it's not leaning towards just live. And you do make revenue on those archives as well because there's ads that run through that whole thing. So if you have, say, six, seven hours of gameplay with copyrighted music behind it and there's ads running every 30 minutes, and I'm not talking about one 30-second ad. I'm talking about like maybe five to eight, depending on, in a block, I'm talking about, depending on how long the stream is, that's thousands upon thousands of dollars of revenue a month if there's you know so many people watching these archives. And that's why those archives are getting hit. Now, people may complain about, or DJs may complain about the, the archives getting like muted or whatever, and that's really kind of unfortunate. But if you really think about it, it, does that really affect us as DJs? Does that really affect us as streaming? Does that really make it seem like Twitch or the government is going after us as far as like trying to like take away our revenue stream? Like, no, the majority of us are making our money on Twitch with subscriptions and people watching and people donating live on the spot. And there's even before they started muting our videos, there's very few people. Cause I look at the, these stats too. There's not that many people that go back and watch the shows as far as live DJing goes yeah. on Twitch that'll come back and watch it because what we're on for maybe like one to three hours and 
kind of the magic of DJing, just like it is in the club, is seeing it live and seeing what's going to happen and, you know, being there and part of the vibe and being part of the chat like you would be in the crowd. Probably uh, less than 5% go to see the videos just because it's yeah. being muted as well. Yeah, It's yeah. more of a live, live there's, the live aspect is definitely the appeal to Twitch for DJs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, right? So that's where I think like as far as like DMCA goes and like where this kind of rooted from, it doesn't affect us really as DJs. Now, the scary part about this this uh, bill that got introduced, but like you said, it probably isn't going to pass or it's already been uh, vetoed. Yeah, vetoed. Yeah. It's, they needed, the, the record labels needed another way to kind of put their foot down and say like, hey, we want our money, you know? muting it's not working um people are getting around the dmca system right now so let's figure out another way to put our foot down and say like pay us our goddamn money right and they kind of snuck it in this bill and it's like really shady and i mean it happens all the time in politics not going to get into that shit but like this is like kind of like i saw another like i don't know like metaphor whatever like that kid like ten year old kid that got not locked up but like fined like millions of dollars when he was downloading music off Napster, like downloaded like one album like back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's they're gonna make one example of somebody to try to scare everybody off, but it's gonna take some type of compromise to like find a middle point to where people aren't getting locked up for ten years for playing a song on a on a streaming service you know what i mean it's it's just not going to work they, they, there's no way to enforce it like if you look at the bill it doesn't even says it doesn't even say who's going to enforce this right right what is the government going to allocate thousands of people to watch twitch and watch like youtube all day long no the there's lang- no way the language is really vague on the bill it's very and vague. they yeah. did it they did that intentionally so there's like a wider you know a wider margin of 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 potential yeah. offenders that they can penalize, you know what I'm saying? But I also think the 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 language was very was very vague because they knew that they're going to have to make some changes to it because if it's vague at the beginning, you can kind of whittle it down and figure yeah. out a middle yeah. point. But you if can, you make it really yeah. specific, it's just going to get thrown away and they're going to have to start all over again. Right. You know what I mean? They can just so add they, amendments as they go. Exactly. They can just keep yeah, yeah. adding amendments to, to everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they knew going in that this is a long play, not something that's going to happen right away. Like mm-hmm. they, they built it on purpose where this probably isn't going to fly, but let's at least start the, con- the let the record company start the conversation as scary as possible so to freak people out. Let's, let's do worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, you already said they're going to make an example out of somebody. Probably going to be a gamer, possibly yeah. one DJ, but I doubt it. It's mostly going to be I d- gamers. I highly doubt it. It's going to be they, gamers, right? Yeah, because DJs don't, I mean, DJs don't make enough money on Twitch to even be on the radar of some of these record labels. I mean, yeah. like even D nice with all the celebrities he had on his IG live, if he moved to Twitch and played on Twitch, he still wouldn't make the kind of noise, at least in the pockets of these record labels that a, a really big, huge big time gamer would make. Like a ninja think so? and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah ninja, mean, ninja, ninja, yeah. Like a, ninja, ninja's a big gamer, bro. And he's, he's put some of that copyrighted music on his shit before. Yeah, but D Nice oh, is yeah. the biggest DJ in the world right now. I would say. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the, 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 yeah. The, the point is, is that like, I don't think he's gonna have enough. He'd have to be doing it for like at least like a month, two, three months before he would kind of like make enough noise as far as like money's concerned, right? Yeah. Where, yeah, he, he might have like I don't know twenty or no, I shouldn't even say that. Like maybe a hundred thousand viewers or whatever. 
like 200,000 viewers, whatever the case may be, right? He'd have to DJ every day because that's the thing about these uh, gamers, right? That they're streaming every day, six to eight, 10, 12 hours a day, playing like copyrighted music, making all of this money that the record labels aren't getting a chunk of. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where they're going to be more upset, right? Like, is D-Nice going to play, what, 40 hours over three days? Like, I... I highly doubt that. So I was talk I was talking to someone on Instagram, uh, do uh direct message uh DJ Brian Guinness and he was talking about DJs getting individual BMI licenses. Is that possible? From like ASCAP. Uh, yeah, but those shits are expensive, man. Like are right. you really like if 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 you're gonna if you're making enough money on Twitch, I guess it makes sense for you to kind of do it. Um I mean that's not a that's not a cheap thing. And Can like, you explain a little bit more about the BMI licenses? Do you know what that is, kind of? So, um, I know from like a, like a venue standpoint, as a, a venue that plays music, be it a restaurant or a bar or a club, you're supposed to have um, a license from like BMI or uh, there's another one. I think there's two or three um, these copyright services, right? There's EMI, BMI, and ASCAP. another one. ASCAP. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're supposed to pay, I don't know if it's annually or monthly or quarterly, a fee for playing copyrighted music um, in your space. So mm -hmm. I'm, I guess it makes sense. Like maybe they offer an individual one. Uh, I haven't heard of that per se. I haven't looked into that at all. But from a venue standpoint, I know those shits are expensive. And I don't know if like you'd, you'd have to be making some serious dough to really think about kind of licensing all that music from these companies. And from what I've seen, like it's, it can really vary, right? Like they're going to have to see like what your average viewership is, how many people you're reaching. And that's how they kind of make an average of what they decide to charge you. And you don't really have any choice, but to accept their price. So he's saying that you could buy a day license and a, a license, a BMI license for one day is 140 to $150. God damn. So he was saying if you have an event or you have like some type of big live stream event, that would be worth the money. Yeah. But you, know? you got to think about it this way too, right? BMI doesn't cover every single song. BMI only covers the songs that are signed to BMI. So what if you play a song that's not covered by BMI, it's covered by ASCAP or it's covered by EMI, then you're still fucked. Yeah. And that information isn't something that's not available on streaming services anymore. That's something you used to be able to see in liner notes of CDs and tapes and vinyl. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. are you going to research every single song you're going to play for your event? Yeah. Are you going to trust that any DJ that you have play your event is going to do the same? I don't know. There's got to, there's going to be, there's going to have to be uh, a point where the DJs have to sit down with the labels and there has to be a way for them. I don't know why the labels don't just hit. give us the fucking like, like the fucking the green light just because to play shit. They want to make that money, but they're like they sacrif money. Yeah, but they're sacrificing pennies for where they can make millions. If one of these viral moments happens for a DJ or a gamer, where the song just fucking blows up and it becomes a well, he, thing. here bears the question, the really important question: How important are DJs right now? You oh, right now we're not that. I don't think no. it's important. Social media, TikTok is far <laughs> you know, more important to these labels. Like that's what that's what we were talking with BeatSource. We were talking about uh, with Styles, right? That mm -hmm. they're they're finally sitting down with the labels, and the labels are like they just don't realize the importance of DJs. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you know, for them, it's like it's not like it was in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties. Old mentality. No. Yeah. It's completely different. You know, people are creating their own playlists. They're 
Mm-hmm. They're creating their own selection of music. They're finding new ways of, uh, you know, listening to music. And artists don't even need labels no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then yeah. it makes it yeah. even worse. It's just going to be a transitional period to figure that shit out. Because live streaming was, I know live streaming has been around for a while. Like almost, yeah, close to 10 years now. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit longer than that. Yeah. But, uh, really? Yeah, Ustream and uh, Justin TV, all that stuff. Wasn't that like in the early 2010s though? No, that was like 2008, 2007. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've been watching like gaming on, before it was Twitch when it was still Justin TV and like, oh, late 08, 09. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then yeah. over 10 years now. And they finally yeah. get into it. But it's hitting yeah. a mainstream probably yeah. more this year, like you know what I'm saying? Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, they're going to have to figure it out. It's just going to take oh, like a few years for them the to thing figure is, it is out. Is it going to be worth figuring out once DJ stops streaming so much on Twitch and shit? I don't think it's going to stop because I think some of these DJs are, are probably accumulating a larger following on, on streaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I've been seeing, DJs who are streaming. That that doesn't translate to an actual live venue or yeah. a live club. Totally two different things. Yeah. I know it seems but like it's not it DJs. seems like it's not, but we've but heard some of these venues hiring uh some of these these, DJs off these of the Twitch streaming. DJs being mm-hmm. like, yo, they're killing it on Twitch. And Remember. then they get them at the venue and they're like, Whoa, this is they a completely totally different. different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Pirat has all the answers. Not all the answers. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not saying I have all the answers. Yeah, some of them though. He said, no, he was saying he had all the answers, so I'm a little disappointed. Get out of here. Shut Get out up. Here. I got receipts, bro. <laughs> and pull up those DMs. I didn't say that. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Don't pull up the DMs. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He's exposing you. So, uh, now, I mean. Yeah, go ahead. Like, the one, the one thing I, I'll, I will say is that the labels did start paying more attention when the... Uh, when more people like Dean I started streaming and yeah. maybe they, they put their, their policy towards that because you did see certain, certain records from certain labels get you kicked off faster. And if you avoided yeah. those labels, you could just like skate free. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. For the first couple months. But I, th- I think that overall, like in the, in the long run, like DJs made it may have caught the attention of, people on facebook as far as content id mm-hmm. or just co- copyrighted content was concerned but this bill that's getting put into the the covid stimulus really has very little to do with dj's streaming yeah but ultimately we'll be affected you know what i'm saying yeah we'll be affected I, either way I, I i think we will be but it's gonna be we'll be the last to be affected so last you question I mean? last question what is the what is the alternative if we all move from Twitch and Twitch becomes a, like a dub. Uh, I mean, the best, I guess the best uh, alternative would be Mixcloud. Right. But actually, I think that this, this is a, a two-part question, right? It's like, what are you using Twitch for? Are you using Twitch to build an income or are you using Twitch to build a following, right? Mm, I think because, both. But that's, that's the difference, right? Where if you move to Mixcloud, that service is going to cost you money. And I am i don't know off the top of my head if you have to be a paid subs- subscriber to Mixcloud Probably. to watch those yeah. streams. I think it's $50 so are, a month. Are those people that need to pay to watch you going to pay? Or do you move to another service like YouTube or another one of these streaming services or start like building your following somewhere else right. where you can kind of still DJ online and push people that way for free where the barrier to entry is a lot lower and they'll still they can still vibe with you or are you trying to build 
an income and make money like you would on Mixcloud. Well, either way, they you know can. I mean, either way, they can put up their Venmo and Cash App handles and try to make money off the side. Either way, yeah. on any app, you know. Yeah, I mean, but my, my point is that like Mixcloud's the best solution because they already handle the deal with all the labels, and you can DJ on there as long as you want and never have to worry about being taken down. But right? I heard it's not. It's not there yet. It's not. No, it's an early, yeah. It's still working as as far as like the the back end of it and all the services and being able to do all the things you can do on Twitch. It's definitely not there yet. Mm -hmm. um, maybe if they grow big enough, they can add all of those features, and you it can be as feature rich as Twitch is as far as like chat and like emotes and subscriptions and yada yada yada. Right. But can you get all your audience to Mixcloud? You know what I mean? I mean. From if you look back at the beginning of the pandemic when we were all DJing or a lot of DJs were DJing on IG Live, we already had a following on IG Live or on IG where yeah. you just say like, "Hey, I'm going live." Just click on the story, boom, boom, you can watch me. How many DJs got were so turned off after IG Live and didn't want to go to Twitch because like, "Yo, how am I going to pull my people over there? I don't even want to think about it. Forget it. I'm out." Then how many people actually stuck through and tried to? move people over there like it's really it's going to be really hard to get people to move to a paid platform where you're just going from free to free and you you lost how like how many percent of your your following you know what i mean right right that's understandable so like, yeah would you rather do that or would you like try to find another way to stream for free on another site or if if you still want to stream because you're just kind of trying to build your following you know what i mean mm -hmm. compared to like if you get knocked if you get copyright struck or whatever and you get taken down what's the what's the loss you're not losing any money right yeah uh, or do you, do you find a way to convince all your your audience to move to Mixcloud and pay the money and you have to pay money out of pocket to get on the platform and play all the music you want mm -hmm. cool I, I i think that i don't know Mixcloud's the best solution is if you're so worried that of going to jail or whatever the case may be but like you said the platform just isn't there yet as far as like being able to do the things that you can do on Twitch as far as like building a following and making an income at the same time. Yeah. Well, yo, Peter, thank you for coming through, man. It's good to see yeah. you. Good to see you, yes, man. Sir. Yeah, good to see you, brother. And then Miss uh, you guys. I know. Have have a happy new year, my man. Yeah, happy new year, guys. All, All right. Man. All right. Be safe, y'all. You do the yep. same. Peace. Shout out to Peter for freaking clocking yeah. in. I mean, yeah. so basically, I don't think there's anything to worry about right now mm -hmm. regarding you know, regarding the whole... I was going to jail. Yeah, no one's going to yeah. go to jail. <laughs> yeah. If anything, it'll be a bunch of gamers. <laughs> yeah. And if, Don't worry, never. You're okay. <laughs> I'll be, yeah. And if, if, any, if anybody goes... way off the radar. <laughs> shit. And they're not going to go after the little guys like yeah. us. Yeah, you know, like, Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're not coming after our drink tickets if over any, here. <laughs> if anyone's going to go to jail, it's going to be Jazzy Jeff, Scratch Bastard, or yeah. Four Colors Act. <laughs> all you motherfuckers. <laughs> all them motherfuckers need to worry. That's all I got. They're going to come after Suji. <laughs> they're gonna come after they're Suji. Gonna, they're gonna come after <laughs> Deluxe. Five, all them dudes. Anyone with five hundred plus numbers, they're gonna take. Yeah, yeah. Scratch bastard. So don't worry about us. <laughs> don't worry about us. Yes, yeah, scratch bastard. They're gonna take his hot sauce away from him too. <laughs> Imagine leaving his house with his, all the boxes of hot sauce. <laughs> you were selling these. This is the clean money. <laughs> this is the funny thing. If Scratch Bastard got locked up, I could see him just. I could still see him see him being positive about it. With that it, smile right? on his face, right? <laughs> 
Can you imagine Scratch Bassett getting locked up? Locked up, hands behind your back. With a beanie, the beanie on, with the yeah. smallest face. <laughs> Somehow. Hey, it's okay, guys. All right. I'll Come take in. the elf, everyone. <laughs> I'll take it. I got it, guys. Just <laughs> government officials coming out with boxes of hot sauce. That's how you wash this money. <laughs> That'd be the funniest shit. Four colors, Zach. <laughs> Scratch bastard. Jazzy Jeff getting locked up. Oh my god. <laughs> And motherfuckers gonna start making t-shirts. Free scratch bastard. <laughs> Free bastard. Oh man. They're gonna start GoFundMe's and everything. Oh my god. Oh, it was so good. Good job, guys. That was a great Yo, why are we disrespecting so many DJs <laughs> in this? Know, right? <laughs> it's the end of the year, baby. Let's laugh about this year. Damn, who's gonna pay for Scratch Bass's Kick a Free Pension Fund? <laughs> <laughs> we all gotta donate yeah, money for that pension right? fund. <laughs> Free oh, bastard. Shit. Yo, we going to hell, man. Here we this are. We, yeah. I already, I already oh, lived man. there. I already have a condo down this there. Is how we ending this? I, yeah. We could be the, the most hated DJs. We're not the most loved. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So might as well be the most hated yeah. if we're not the most loved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast wrap up. I know, I know. This is how we wrapping up 2020, y'all. It's been a shitty year, but just end the shitty. Keep it positive. Keep it positive. <laughs> Peace and love. I believe. I can just. I'm imagining Scratch Bastard when he comes out of jail. <laughs> He's gonna come out all tatted up <laughs> with teardrops and shit on. It's just gonna change. Just a ginger, bro. Be like an angry ass motherfucker, man. He's gonna be that, breaking that, fucking that smile's gonna be gone. <laughs> He's gonna be yoked up. You know when motherfuckers come out of prison, they got those tense shoulders. You know those tense ass shoulders. Yeah, you gonna come out. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit, that was great. All right, let's go to a recap, man. All right, so we we do this every year, right? We do the yearly recap. Last year we mm-hmm. did the decade, yes. Yeah, we did the decade last year. Um, this year for 2020, obviously it was hard because of the a pandemic. Mm-hmm. A lot of us weren't DJing. Yeah. So a lot of you know, this is the list that we're gonna do: the top five club hits. Mm-hmm. The oh, top what could have been uh, potential club hits? That's the tricky thing is we don't know what what could what we think would have worked. It's all gonna be speculation at this point. Yeah. And then we have the top five worst songs, right? <laughs> we have mm-hmm. the top five personal favorite songs. I like that. Mm-hmm. We have the top five artists yes. of 2020, and we have the f- top five most overrated artists, mm-hmm. and then we have the top five best albums. Yes. And then we're going to add to this um, our favorite editors. Yes, yes, yes. Our favorite remixers, <laughs> producer, DJ producers, mm-hmm. who made like maybe the illest year. edits. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. Should we stop? At, we should start at the top, right? Club hits. Yep. Top five club hits. Who's going to start it off? Never, Never. always start, start off. Yeah. Um, five, start at five, right? At five to number one. Top five. Yeah. Okay, number five. Go Crazy. Chris Brown and Young Thug. Mm, good oh, one. good choice. Good, good choice. One. Number four. Savage. Remix. Okay. Yeah. Remix or Beyonce. Make the sign in Beyonce. Got it. Number three. What's popping? What's popping? Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number two. The Bots. Vidovich. Yes. That was this year. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't and check number one. Is WAP. WAP. Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion again. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said WAP is because I did do a couple of gigs this year. I did a couple of pool parties. Yeah. And I was like, all the girls kept coming up to the booth asking for that fucking song. So that's my number one. I don't, I don't have any arguments for your top five. Right? Yeah. Really? I don't have any arguments. Do you? I don't like WAP. It's not about what you like, motherfucker. <laughs> <I don't> like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that. I just don't like it. 
But then again, my five may be the worst things. <laughs> I don't like you wearing shorts and sitting on my couch. <laughs> I don't, like seeing, I don't like seeing your kneecaps. Oh, because I have healthy kneecaps. I have good, I have good healthy kneecaps, Darren. I just cooked a pork shoulder for oh Christmas. Oh, my God. Those kneecaps are making me, I, I want to marinate them. You want to get cook them shits. Those are the first. If, if, if we were stranded on an island and Jamie died, I'd go after those kneecaps. He's the first to go. I'll slow cook, I'll slow cook them kneecaps like a dies, motherfucker. Baby. Eight hours on that bitch. Forget the fish, you know. Like, we're just not go, gonna go fishing. Just go for his kneecaps. <laughs> meaty. Look at how meaty those kneecaps are, man. Can they see that on camera? No, I'm cutting it off. <laughs> no, no, no. I like it. I like it. Ooh. This shit is juicy, juicy. Pause. Yeah. All right, man. Top five club hits. Jamie. Uh, I'm going number five. Potential would have been Go Crazy, Chris Brown, and uh, Young Thug. Okay. Uh, the Woo by Pop Smoke featuring uh, Roddy Rich and 50 Cent. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah. It's a good song. It's a good song. I don't song. know about the club, but eh? I don't know about top five of twenty twenty. But go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Yo Perro Soda by Bad Bunny. Oh yeah, good mm-hmm. one. Uh, what's popping, Jack Harlow? Yep. And then Jack Harlow, huh? Good. Uh, Dakiti by Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez. Good one. That's kind of a little later in the year that that one, popped two, off. Three, four, five. Yeah, that's my five. That's your five. That's four. No, it's five. Go crazy, the mm-hmm. woo. Pero Sola, what's popping in the Kitty? Good one. I'm glad you put some 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 Latin in there. Yeah, man, because I feel like people. Well, we can talk talk about it when the albums come up. But Bad Bunny dropped three albums this year, mm-hmm. and all of them were pretty fucking good. No, they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Yo Pero Sola is from the first album, Top of the Year, and then the Kitty's from the la- last album he just put out a yeah. month ago. So he was just putting. It just he was he was taking over this year for the Latin community. Um, What's your five? My top five is a little scattered. It's more like a top fifteen. Man. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I just on, I couldn't overachieving ass. <laughs> well, the thing is, just like there's obvious joints, right? Well, yeah, yeah I, I had some obvious ones too. Right, like Dua Lipa, "Don't Start Now," right? Uh, the Weekend, "Blinding Lights," right? Mm-hmm. I, I got to give it up to Doja Cat, "Say So." That was a huge song this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Drake, "Laugh Now, Cry Later." I think that's huge. I think that's one of the big. I, I think actually a lot of Drake, a lot of the shit that Drake dropped, if the clubs were open, it would have been major hits. Oh yeah, in the I fucking mean, clubs. Mm-hmm. People are not probably giving Drake his just due, but he put out a lot of music this year. He put out a, a ton. He was about it was a lot. Yeah, he was extremely fucking consistent. Yeah, mm-hmm. very active, and not just with his own shit, but features and yeah. shit like remixes and shit. Now we're talking about Latin top club hits. I would say uh, Maluma Weekend, the Hawaii remix. Yes. Right? And I think Carol G had a great fucking year. Oh, she, yeah. She had a good, she started I mean, Tol- strong. Tulsa was the end of 2019. I consider that a 2020 record. Tulsa. But that wasn't a come into the summer of this year. Yeah. Tulsa mm-hmm. and uh, Adios Mio, right? And Bichota, right? Mm-hmm. Those are big joints. Um, also, with Latin, the, is it, do you pronounce it sec? With Daddy oh, Yankee? Oh, yes. The Relacion remix with Ro- Rosalia? You, you're burning out my shit. Am I? Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's cool. No, but that was a That was, that was a of, big record. That was she a big record. She performed that at, uh, uh, Rosalia did her verse on the Savage Fenty uh, runway fucking fashion show they did it, Yeah, it might be, I might say that's one of the best choruses I've heard in a minute. That very chorus. Very good, very good chorus. I, do you know what we're talking about now? I don't know what song. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Hold on. Oh, it's so good, man. I really, I really like this song a lot. Mm-hmm. 
maltrato se puso bella Ahora tú la quieres y no te quiere ella Ahora todo cambió, le toca a ella Party una botella Gracias al maltrato se puso bella Ahora tú la quieres y no te quiere ella To me, man, that, that hook <laughs> That, hook is that melody of that hook is fucking catchy so as fuck Think that would have been big in the clubs That would have been huge. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially if they made like a up up tempo version. Mm -hmm. Like a maybe sped it up a bit. Yeah. 105. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't 100. know what, what BPM that was. It's probably 89 or 90. It's very slow. Yeah, yeah. But if they sped that shit up, a you know me. I, a little redrum. I'll take any redrum. <laughs> any <laughs> reggaeton redrum, I'll take that <laughs> no, shit. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And then honestly, I wanted to note a couple of, of club joints that I thought would have been big. Mm -hmm. Which is I ha I want to mention that <clears throat> that young T Bugsy that don't rush. Oh yeah, don't rush. Yeah. So, so touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you hate that joint? I hate that song. Man. <laughs> yeah, I hate really? That song. Every time we're in the car, I have to skip it. <laughs> oh, it's like no, it was like a certain. It was, I can say who it was, but he yeah. they did a video with a certain venue did a video with that song and like yeah, I, it just made them. It made the song look bad. That's all. But as as far as I don't know, but like, it's a good song. It was, it's, it's a, a good, good production song. song. I, yeah, I, I put it there with like dancehall Afro beats. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, up yeah, there, absolutely. but like that's got to be a standout for this year. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I got I got. I mean, props I've been, to I was playing it. Yeah, it was yeah. a big song. And then I don't know. I, there's some of these songs I want to mention, but I don't know if they're going to be on your list. Go ahead. Uh, I wanted to say Whoopty, CJ. No, 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 no. You don't know that? Do you know that what was that a is? big song? Yeah. Whoopty is a big song right now. Huge in New York. It's like huge in New York. Oh, like Let me play it. Hold on. Yo, by the way, shout to DJ Stacks. Okay, DJ cool. Stacks, I know he's got a hand in this shit. This shit like, is huge. We're about to clean our guns now <laughs> to this song. This has got to be hitting Cali. Not, maybe not yet. I haven't heard it yet, but this shit, this shit gets it. It's just like Pop Smoke when he just came out of Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. I say amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been a, a that would have been a club banger, especially like in hip hop. Mm -hmm. And that it would it probably would have leaked over it in the summer, man. That shit for sure. Hit, that shit would have hit all the LA uh, day parties and shit. All the everyday yeah. people. Yeah, last Sunday every, every month. And then I gotta mention Quicksand, right? Okay. That's a big. That's another big record that I think if the clubs was open, it would have. Do you know? Have you heard it? Yeah. And then also Lemonade Internet Money. I love that record. That's yeah. a big song right now. That's yeah. a big that's a big right song. Now. And then also Adderall, man, the Corvette Corvette, mm -hmm. the remix uh, with um, Little Uzi Vert. Yes, that Pop Hunter. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's catching a lot of like TikTok. Buzz I think and shit. if things open up, hopefully next year, Lemonade might take over the summer because that record is really good. That Lemonade is really good. It's really good. It's yeah. well, as well produced as well. Fucking it's really good. Well, you talking about songs that you think might have popped off in the club? Yeah. Uh, did you know that song Thick? Yeah, but that would have been big. That would have been one too. Yeah. yeah. So since we mentioned the songs that that one, and I think then leave that joint, yeah. then leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take that bread and the head, then leave. Mm -hmm. Like I think that those would have been like just a part of the ratchet set. It would have been huge. Yeah. Major. All right, man. Well, not not bad picks, man. Mm -hmm. I can't I can't hate on any of those, man. Oh no, but now it's the hating segment. Yeah, I the know. Top five yeah. worst songs. The top five worst songs, y'all. Uh, DJ Never Top right. 5 of 2020 You know what song? Alright Body Make the Stallion Yo you hate that huh? Oh, okay. man I hate that fucking song <laughs> Number 4 Rick Moore Black Eyed Peas 
Oh, Ritmo, yeah, Ritmo. Oh, I think it's kind of crazy that the Black Eyed Peas took over, like they the Latin tried. charts. They, yeah, really they took over they, the Latin charts. They had to yo. do something different, man. But they did it well. They went after Becky G. They went after Balvin. They went after these big time acts, mm-hmm. and they did pretty well. They knew how to. They knew how to play it. This one, y'all might not agree with, with me. Tussie Sly, Drake. Oh. Uh. <laughs> It was it was interesting for the time. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, but you hated that though. Yeah, it was man. bad. This is Worse. corny, man. Ah, uh, all right. That's pretty tough, but yeah. Yeah. Number three, board in the house, Tiger. Uh, board in the board house. house. Board in the house. Board. You were playing that shit though. Okay. Yeah, but doesn't mean he likes he it. Yeah. <laughs> he plays bad nah, music. Nah, nah, nah. I remember we had an episode and we were playing new music that's popping, and he played that shit. No, I would really? never do that. Now you want it, man? I don't remember. No fucking way, man. <laughs> Top of the year was you, man. I bet. I bet you uh, next month's pension on the kicker free. <laughs> I'm, fi- <laughs> I'm gonna look for that episode. Yes, Jamie, we're gonna look for that. Look yeah, for it, I already know what episode it is. Put too. your kicker free pension on the table. On the, I, I'll put it on the table. <laughs> it's on the recent episode I the recent you. episode let's do it alright yo and number one Trolls 69 and Nicki Minaj yeah oh, I'm with bad. you that was bad I even forgot about that record that's tough man yeah well let me piggyback off <laughs> of yours never alright Jamie what was your top five number five songs? for me was Body Megan Thee Stallion oh wow also, I hate that two song. votes for that huh uh, Rockstar The Baby I'm not a big fan it's an mm. annoying song I don't really like it is it because it has that country twang in it I don't know. I just, I just. It's, I think it's that was like the song. biggest song of the year. It was, but it yeah. just—it's one of the most worst songs for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tootsie Slide. I'm agreeing with Nev. Thank you. I didn't like oh, that's it. That's number three, huh? I didn't like it, man. And you know me, I love Drizzy Drake, but no, he could have kept that one in the hard drive. Interesting. Uh, tap in, sweetie. Tap in. Oh, you didn't like it. You thought it was disrespectful to the, the bay. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's just, it's just don't touch that classic. Mm. You can't touch Blow the Whistle in any f- form, shape, in any space in the world. Why are you touching that? I think a lot of older heads were like, just like, why are you doing this? This is like the most uncreative is, thing yeah. in the world. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people just, just ran with it. Yeah. I mean. Okay. And I love Sweetie, but no. Uh, and then WAP, Make the Sound. I think that's, I hate that song. Really? I hate anything that makes me like. You hate wet pussy. I understand. I hate <laughs> <laughs> you, you like that shit dry. I see what you did there. Of course. Yeah, just, <laughs> just like a biscuit from Popeyes, man. If, if it doesn't make that <laughs> sound, it needs to be like squeaky clean, yeah, like squeaky when you hop clean. out of the shower and dry off. Just dry skin against each other. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, those are my top five of top worst five? songs. All right. My my top five worst songs. Here we go, baby. Dance monkey. That joint. I'm with you. Do you know what song that is? I'm with you. Um, Savage Love with Jason Derulo. I was, I was gonna put that one on mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? All of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that didn't get that much play though, man. What? It's the biggest song on TikTok. Over. I think any of those TikTok songs oh, okay, just yeah, annoyed the, the fuck out right. of me. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? Well, it wasn't a bad song, but it just got annoying. Um, was that uh, Saint John Roses? That man. Back I know you were gonna say that. I kind of like that song, man. I do like it too, but I see what you're It does it get annoying. That's this how is, I feel about the, 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 the baby problem. rock star. This is the problem, though. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, hating? There wasn't really any songs that I hated this year mm-hmm. because I wasn't forced to play them multiple times every week. Yeah. So I can't really hate it's on totally that Totally different, yeah. So even the, the St. Saint, the Saint John Roses and the Savage Love Jason Derulo and the Dance Monkey, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't really play those joints. I didn't have to play those joints. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't really that many bad songs mm-hmm. because I wasn't forced to just hear them over and over and over every fucking weekend. I mean, with me, the reason I hated Body was because that fucking chorus and the fucking dumb videos everybody kept See, doing. See, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not even mad at that. You know why I'm not annoying. mad at that? Because it's like I don't have, we don't have many songs that cross over. Mm-hmm. And those are one of those crossover songs, so I'll take that. This is the same mm-hmm. guy that said Megan you know? Stalin cannot pull a fucking song by herself. I know. I know. <laughs> I re- you know what? You can't take I st- that back. I, st- I take that back. I stand. Hold on. Let me run the receipt back. Let me do the I return. I stand corrected. She, you know what? She stepped it up in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. She stepped it up in 2020. You think she would have been the biggest artist this year? She would have been at, at the top. Yeah. Top. Got yeah. It. Um. And then I have a list of songs that were like that soft, I call it the soft contemporary trap rock. The soft contemporary trap rock that basically kind of took from like Travis Scott and that Mm -hmm. that Roxanne song. Yeah. And all of these songs sounded like that. Mm -hmm. Roxanne. It just all sounded like that. It was like all of this like filler ass, like white kids, like just doing hip hop R&B shit. Mm Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, what was it? The Falling. I'm going to play some of these. Because they all sound the same. Yes. Falling, uh, Trevor Daniel. I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad. All of this shit. This is TikTok greatest hits. Oh, Mood. (laughs) Yeah, Mood mood is definitely one of them. (laughs) Oh, Mood. Oh, this one? Yeah. I feel like I'm only watching TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> What's another one? Sunday Best. Sunday Best. Sunday Best is one of them. But I like, I actually think, wait, who, who's. Who oh, what song? was that? What was that other one? Blueberry Fate. Fate. I actually, I like, that, the, I actually, I actually like, song. like that song. <laughs> Blueberry Fuego. Yeah, I didn't know that. Fuego, yeah. I fuck with that. Nah, nah. Makes me want to go get some yogurt. And then Deathbed, that joint. I don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to pass away. I've been thinking of a future. You're playing obviously bad songs, though, man. Of course. No, it just just got annoying to him. No, but it's like all the same animal. Yes. It's like they're all the same species. I hate this one. Stunting. Oh, yeah. By Curtis Waters. Not Curtis Blow, but Curtis Waters. (laughs) Yes. The white boy. Yeah. Oh god, turn this off before we start crying. Alright, man. I'm gonna run this way. Your fucking blueberry fuego just join. This is dope, good song. This is a good song, man. Fuck you. I think that would have popped up in the club. That would have been a club hit, to be honest with you. It would have been annoying, though. (laughs) You know what it reminds me of? Like a hip hop version of uh, Steal My Sunshine? And still my sunshine, like that joint. Well, I'm not hating on it. I just think they're all from the same fucking animal, the same tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of those songs are kind of. I would have gotten. I know I would have gotten annoyed this whole year if I was in the clubs and if I was just out and about hearing that shit everywhere. Um. All right. So then, top five personal favorites. Top five personal songs. Take it away. Your favorites. Never. Number never. five. You know what? You're gonna be surprised by some of these songs. Yeah. After Party, Don Tolliver. What is that? You never heard that? You look it up, man. Actually, (laughs) I'm not mad at it. That was a good good song. It's a really good song. Actually, you had a good album, right? You had a good album. 
this could have been clubby, maybe. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What you think, Kurt? That's a no for me. Yeah. Oh. All right. Actually, I would have added that to my list of, uh, <laughs> if I would have known that song existed. <laughs> I would have added that to my soft contemporary track rock. Go ahead. Uh, number four, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Oh, you like yeah. that song? I do, yeah. Huh. It's a good song. I'm not yeah. expecting that from that. It's a really good song. Uh, number three, Go Crazy, Chris Brown and Young Thug. Great, yeah, great song. I think that was a great song. I, I think it's the best R&B song of 2020. Yeah. Definitely. I might be surprised at my next two. Yeah. Doja Cat, Say So. Love that mm. record. That we was a great song, man. I think that would have been record. one of the biggest songs of the summer. I think it, it was. I, I think, think it's. It I mean, club wise, if I you think was it, in clubs, it would have yeah. been definitely definitely top there. ten. Yeah. yeah, and number one, definitely gonna be surprised. Well, maybe not because I talk about this song all the time. Dua Lipa, don't stop now. Yeah, I think that was a great song, man. What a great record. And it did come out at the end of um, like the two days before. Two, yeah, in yeah. December, the last week of December yeah. it came out, but. It popped off this year. Anything in November and December is is basically twenty twenty. Especially this December. Yeah. 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 So that was like my number one song. Interesting picks. I'm yeah. not mad at that. I mean, some of those are but, top club hits too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it was like kind of hard to do the top, do my top um, club hits and do my top favorites. So I had mm-hmm. to like kind of mix it up. But yeah, that's it. All right. This one I want to hear. Jamie's favorite. Here we All go. Right. Number five. Top five. Whoop de whoop. Time flies by Drake. That's one of my favorite records. Time flies by Drake. Yeah. I'm outside in the AMG, right outside TT. Two turn, baby girl. Yeah, that's the record. Wait, let me hear it. Yeah. I'm outside in the AMG, right outside TT. This is number five. You know me. Yeah. Still with the dolls that I grew beside. This is five. And then she's gonna turn into a whirlpool of random shit right now. I'm outside in an AMG. Because my other four is crazy. I mean, that was good. I mean, that whole album was pretty good. Really exquisite. Really good. Exquisite. Exquisite. (laughs) Even that that Chicago freestyle was good. That shit is close second to that song. Yeah. This is great. I mean, come on, bro. There's got to be a, a good club mix for this. Dude, I remember this song came out right before we went inside. Like the week before. Yeah, man. Then we got locked up. <laughs> yeah, Drake, Drake did this thing, man, this year, man. Yeah. He did really Nobody well. could talk shit about that. And it was, it was a sleeper. Hey. Alright, what else? What else? Uh, in your eyes, the weekend. In your eyes, the weekend. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And then the, the remix with Kenny G is even greater. There's a remix with Kenny G. <laughs> yes, he comes in with the fucking saxophone in the beginning. Ooh, boy. That song goes. Bro. I want to hear the remix now with Kenny G. It starts off in the. He starts off in the beginning and he ends at the end. Oh hell no! Let me hear this. Oh, it's so good. Here we go. Shh, greatness is about to happen. This is number four? Number three. <laughs> number four. It's four. And then he ends the song too. He just basically took all over the horns of the song. And this song alone is amazing. Towards the end, he... Weekend also did it, dropped an amazing he did a great, album. Yeah. He did a great oh, job, yeah. man. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, okay. So, and then uh, number three is Relacion. 
Bisek in a Relacion, yeah. Featuring Balvin with Ali and Daddy So Yankee. good. Yeah. Great record. Rosalia had a great year. <sighs> she didn't have any standout hits. No, but he, she she kept herself in the bubble. She got this is the really interesting thing about Rosalia. She didn't have any standout hits, but she has a standout voice. And presence. And, and, but in presence. And Carol mm-hmm. G had had bigger songs. But she doesn't have a recognizable voice. And she doesn't have... Yeah, she doesn't have the standout. She doesn't have the, the styling. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have the styling and um, the marketing that Even Rosalia Rosa, has. Rosalia, yeah. Rosalia was in that fucking... Uh, Am I pronouncing video. her wrong? Rosalia. Rosalia? I like Rosalia, Rosalia. better. Uh, yes. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> I mean, tomato, tomato. All right. Uh, number two, uh, Twist and Turn, Pop Camp. Great. Great song. Oh, good song, yeah. Great song. Featuring uh, P&D and Drizzy. Great song. Mm-hmm. And then number one, uh, Tyler Hero by Jack Harlow. Oh, okay. You like you, that? I love that record for I don't know what reason. It's not bad. But it's such a like joyful, like, ampy mm-hmm. record, and I really fuck with that. Uh, before Tyler Hero, uh, it would have been What's Poppin', because I really, I really fuck with Jack Harlow's music, to be honest with you. That album was great. Mm-hmm. That was album a great was really album. really good. Um, but yeah, Jack uh, Tyler Hero is my number one. Nice. Uh, my top five personal favorite songs: "Go Crazy," Chris Brown. I thought that was probably uh, the best song. R&B song one of the, of the year. Best songs. Yeah. Uh, man, Usher, "Don't Waste My Time" with LMA. Wow, mm-hmm. I that love was a that good song. song. That was yeah. a really good song. And I even I, and I love Trey songs with Summer Walker, "The Back Home." I thought that was a great song. That's a good Do y'all song remember too. that or no? Yeah, I know it's hard to place some of these. Because they all kind of sound alike. Uh, Summer Walker does have her own like little sound lane right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely with Trey Songz, you can definitely st- he stands out pretty well. Yeah. yeah, I just love it. These are the joints that I just couldn't wait to play when I was streaming. <laughs> and I would just keep playing these joints. And then, um, I love that and then my next joint was um, this new artist, Akeem Ali, and he has a song called Kimi Casanova. Play that. that Is it a remake of Levert Casanova? Huh? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> so this dude. Silly you. So this dude is kind of like a backpack rapper. Mm-hmm. Okay. But do you remember that Martin episode when they were recapping how Martin met Gina? Yeah. And then everyone had their own version of the story. Mm-hmm. And in that story with Martin, when he was picking up Gina from Martin's recollection, he was like a pimp. Yeah. And he was like, no, baby, no. No, baby. Like the Mac. Yeah. He was like talking like, hey, how you doing? This dude basically created a persona and made a whole song around that shit. Oh, shit. Play it. it. Let's hear it. Oh. Very pimpish. Right on, baby. But yo, my man is spitting like he spent some nasty shit. Uh, Mac Daddy, let me get it started. Talk my shit better. Fat nigga on a fraternity. I'm a big stepper. I'm plain Jane. All y'all rock is designer. Bitches throw pussies at me. All I rock is vaginas. I just be laid back. All I got is recliners. I wouldn't join the Navy shit. All I got is Rihanna. What do you think? You jive turkeys is frivolous. I'm a light. You play this shit? This is your top favorite? My favorite. I'm a pimp in the night. Skin glistening eye. Be in your kitchen making drips and putting. I've never heard this. Yo, he did a 
live, and I saw it on Twitter today. He did a live performance of this, and he freestyled this shit, and he killed. He fucking murdered this shit, yo. Yeah, I'm gonna go mm. look for it. He's just spitting yeah, that just, shit. He took the floor of Max Julian. That's the Mac, man. If yeah. you look up the Mac, a clip of the Mac, that's what he talks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like how I like how my reference was Martin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my last favorite was the Calvin Harrison weekend over now. It's a good song. Yeah. Uh that was my God, top personal damn, favorite. That record man. is amazing, Craig. All right, man. We're gonna move on to top ten artists. Top five. Top five uh, artists, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Top oh, five shit, artists. Man. I was like, shit, I'm missing five. I know, right? <laughs> Let's put ours together, damn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Neville, you want to hit it? Yes. Um, Vinnie Rich. Definitely. Number five. Number four, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Yes. I had mean, Pop great, Smoke. Uh, had a great album, man. Fucking killed it. Yeah. He had, he, look. If we had the whole summer, mm-hmm. oh, he would have been murdered. He would have been all over. He would have had that album alone. He would have had all the hip hop love songs on mm-hmm. lock. Hell He'd yeah. like 50 Cent on some 50 Cent 21 question shit. Yep. What, what you know about love? Yeah, man. What you know about love, mood swings. Yeah. Um, shit, he would have had all that for the night, all of that. And then he would have had the club joints too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely pop but, smoke. Number three, um, Jamie would like this Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. Number two, you're going to be surprised if I say this. Yeah. Dua Lipa. Of course. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> she had a great year, man. She worked with everybody just about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the Baby, Madonna, um, Bad Bunny, J Balvin, Miley Cyrus. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, yeah, she had an amazing year. And mm-hmm. number one, the guy that got robbed at the Grammys. Weekend. Yes. The Weekend. <laughs> the the weekend. weekend. He had the best album of the year, I think. I agree with everything you just listed. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, not in a particular order. My top five artists is Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish? Billie Eilish. She had a lot of music that we did not. Did she drop something? She dropped a few singles and stuff like that. Hmm. But they're really, really good. Uh, I know it personally because my brother and my sister are big Billie Eilish fans. And they're here in the house a lot. Right. Uh, Bad Bunny's the next up. And then The Weeknd. If anything, The Weeknd might be the number one on my list. Uh, and then I have Doja Cat. She body. She was in every fucking yeah, she video award, anything. Virtually. Yeah, she definitely came up this year, man. Yeah, and then uh, for this, me, despite all the uh, controversy with her, it, it yeah. kind of yeah, I, I get it. But she just needs a better team, man, to just mm-hmm. keep her off Filter of social media, yo. <laughs> yeah, she would have been a, a, I think, a way bigger star. Yeah, if that, if that controversy. I mean, dude, yeah. she's not. She's up for artist of the year. I think she might win it. Mm-hmm. The Grammy. Uh, no, man. I feel like they just got to filter these 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 stars too much in social no, media. Yeah. They go on live and they say the dumbest shit, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, and they just live by like live on their own tip. So and then Jack oh, Harlow. Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Had a great was, album. Yeah, great album. Great mm-hmm. songs. Uh, I really, really wish we could have seen what that kid would have done this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking about going to his his uh, concert that he was going to have here in Vegas yeah. in uh, early March, but yeah, Jack Harlow definitely. If anything, I was going to say rookie of the year, uh, newest artist, mm-hmm. the best one. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you on pretty much every all the suggestions you said, uh, except for Billie Eilish. I feel like maybe she she was probably more of a 2019 yeah top artist. Um. But I think, yo, man, I'm just gonna add. I got, I gotta, I gotta own up to what I was saying. I was talking shit about Meg The Stallion. Yeah, I didn't. But it, yeah, but I'm, I'm putting her at the top ten artists. I think she just fucking her album was just basically everything we could play in the clubs, man. If I mean, you said we were gonna do top five, is we would have done top ten. I think she would definitely been number six. Oh yeah, she's definitely my six. Yeah, 
This and then she had that one song on the album that I fucking love, Circles. Oh, I like that record. Yeah. Good sample too. She killed it this year, man. It was just yeah. a really fun well, album. The second oh, album that she dropped. Supposedly her debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Well, nah, that was a mixtape. Oh, the first one was a mixtape. Yeah. This is her official debut. Okay. <laughs> Why you wanna do the bad bitch wrong? Got to make this every bad bitch song. Was this song with the baby on it? No, this solo, this her. This is like her nice for what? Oh, it sounds like it, yeah. But I gotta give it to her, man. She stepped up this year, and, and she she would have had the clubs she, popping, man. There would have been a whole bunch of yeah, man. Yeah. there would have been a whole bunch of album cuts we would have been playing. She would have definitely mm. got her residency yeah. at Drake's. That night, I DJed at the um, what's the strip club? Crazy Horse? Crazy yeah. Horse. I played like six of the songs off the album. Yeah. That was the night where it clicked in for me too when I did Crazy oh, yeah? Horse. And yeah. I was like, damn, I'm playing like... Yeah, man. It's like, she's keeping me alive right now. Like, yep. Exactly. I'm playing damn near all of her records, yo. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I got to give it up to uh, her. Her, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she had a, a really great year, man. She really, Very underrated. She really proved herself. Definitely as a live performer, mm-hmm. and then she just basically took over R and B in my in my book, man. She just took over, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She had like uh, slow down with Skip Marley. She had slide yeah. with YG, mm-hmm. damage. She yeah. had BS with Janae. I, you know, that was good. Yeah, yeah. she she kind of killed it, man. Was... She she took over this year. Um, and then we'll move on to the top f- five most overrated artists. The most overrated. Oh, I love never. this from Never. Go yeah. ahead, Never. Number five, Trippy Red. Not mad at you. Okay. <laughs> Number four, Playboy Cardi. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Number three. Have you listened to his album? But it was no. like everybody kept talking about it. It was just like they make it sound like that was gonna be the biggest album of this year. And Eggy's Ellis said, Come get your kid. <laughs> yeah. Why why is it, why is he why do the kids love him so I don't know, much? Man. He literally had one and a half hits. Yeah, exactly. He's in that ASAP Rocky lane. No, not even that, that, no, that even Well, not that. lame, but he's in that world. That's where the yeah, cosign came but from. But ASAP Rocky had some, he had some singles. He had some hits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was even half a hit. Magnolia. Mm-hmm. And he only, and it was the hardest record to get out of. Remember we spoke about that? Yeah. But I'm saying like that, that's not even a hit. So I don't understand the buzz behind his shit. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. Go ahead. Number three. See, I don't think this is funny. John Legend. <laughs> really? He just disappoints. I'm not a fan of his, man. It's just like never. Not since fucking when he was doing music with Kanye. I don't know. He kind of disappoints. Like when you see him on a record, yeah, man. I just know (laughs) as soon as I see his featured name on a record, Mm -hmm. I know I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be able to play this in the club. (laughs) Like I'm not gonna be able to play this in the club. Yeah, man. But he is a big artist. I mean, of course, yeah, yeah. I love that. Number two, Lil Uzi Vert. Mm. No it's, it's some young shit, man. It's that's honestly what, some yeah, young, young shit. That's what it is. Yeah. And I guess number one also is some young shit. NBA young boy. <laughs> some of his shit's all right. Mm. Uh, but I don't love it. But yeah, it's all right. It's like Lil Uzi. But like it's like sometimes every time he's about to drop, he dropped, didn't he drop like three albums this year also? Yeah. Or two? First. I know definitely two. Snooze Fest. Yeah. He, got, he got Mayweather's daughter pregnant and he was just like, all right, I'm calling it a day. I Jamie, uh, what's your Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> really? Yes, I'm very. <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't like what they did with the Latin shit. Like it's really forced. Like, well, didn't you list one of their songs? That's the worst. Oh, it's right? the worst. Oh, okay. Did I? I know Is that your... was me. I I listed it as um, Ritmo as number five. Yeah, he number listed. Four. It. I didn't as listen. the worst. Yeah. 
You didn't like their appropriation? No, I didn't like their appropriation. They could go over there with Steve Aoki. Uh, Trippy Red 4, Uzi 3, J Electronica 2. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> that's, that's Grammy nominated. <laughs> Snooze. That's then, I'm, not, I'm not mad at that even, man. I don't get the, <laughs> Sorry, big, J I don't get the big deal about J Electronica. It was well. overhyped. His whole career was overhyped. He put out one good record in 09, and then they piggybacked 20, 10 years for that. I'll be honest with you, man. I don't really remember anything from that album. Because it was Jay-Z it was and like a, Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like, remember a fucking thing from that album. Yeah, me either. But at the same time, I'm not mad. I, like, I could listen to that album. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, but I it's could not, listen to the album, but yeah. It doesn't like pause. Hit it, it out the ballpark. Yeah, it doesn't touch me at all. Uh, NBA Youngboy, number one. Number one, I don't really? really. I don't get the kid, man. Yeah, man. Him, Trippy Red, or Uzi. I don't get it. All right, I only have four, but you know, you guys listed enough. You're not as hating as us. I don't. <laughs> I just wasn't mad at that many artists, but Sweetie is is, is is on the list. <laughs> Damn man, I just think she's overrated. Like she uses beats from other. I like, mean, she's she's yeah, recycling all of these hits from the 2000s, yo. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last record she came out with with um, Janae Aoki, yeah, that wasn't a sample. <laughs> It Aoki. wasn't a sample. Janae Aiko, Aoki. Whatever the fuck. You should call it. I think they're related. Right? They're related. <laughs> no, they're not. I think they're related. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> she's the youngest sister. She's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's overrated, man. But I, I, I'm with you. You though. know, I think she's overrated. Tapping was a little bit of a reach for me too. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I am playing her songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so I can't say shit. Uh, YG. I think overrated this year. He dropped a ton of music. None I of it fucking stuck. forgot. Wow. He, YG dropped a ton of music. Ton yeah, of fucking music. I don't, I don't music, remember any of them shits. And not one of them stuck. And he had one of the worst songs of the year, which I, I should have listed, which swag? was that Swag song. Who the fuck swag. makes a song <laughs> called Swag during a pandemic So oh. in 2020? Like, that's not, that's not a fucking word. That, like, he, he made that song like Swag just came out this year. <laughs> like we just started saying swag this year. She came out a long time ago. Um, and then I agree with y'all. Playboy Cardi. I don't know what the whole that, shebang is. Yeah, he had like thirty songs on his album, and all mm-hmm. of it was trash. And then uh, Six Nine Man, overrated. I thought he was gonna come through when he got out of jail, and he just disappointed, man. Dude, there was no subs. There was the only nothing. reason I didn't put that him as the um, overrated because I felt like after that album dropped, nobody gave a fuck about it. Nah, him but <laughs> I think he's overrated because when he got out of jail, it was the biggest hype. Of 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 all mm-hmm. everyone, even I was like, oh, I want to hear what he does. Yeah, and it was just disappointing. Snooze. Yeah, he just kind of fucked up, man. Ooh, uh, that's my favorite. Top five best albums, man. Go ahead, man. Number five was kind of tough. Go ahead. I didn't even put one. Um, I didn't write it down, but it was between Savage. So, oh man, Metro Boomin and um Twenty One Savage. Great album. Mm-hmm. Great album. And I'm not gonna lie, I like the Make the Styling album. <sighs> it's a <laughs> fun album. It is. Oh, yeah, it's a fun. Oh. Lighthearted album. Yeah. If you Fun. if if you want to hang out with your girls and Enjoy. have a slumber party and dance, is that what you want to do? Never. <laughs> like here you go. You, you want to wear some like tight boy like yeah, like some, little some, boy shorts, some tight boys, the tiny mm-hmm. whiteies. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. Hang, dance around with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> eat grilled cheese sandwiches nah. and s'mores <laughs> <laughs> with hot hey, chocolate. Hey, why not? Is that what you and uh, Jimmy have been doing? Shh, don't be giving don't, don't our fucking... Don't blow this shit out, man. Chill, For man. real. We eat McRibs on our tidy whiteys. All right, yeah, man. <laughs> Number four, Thundercat. It is what it is. Oh, good one. 
Great album. That fucking I forgot about that one. Great album. I think everyone should be actually should listen to this album. Yeah, Thundercat's really Thundercat good. Is, I love yeah. Thundercat. I'm gonna play some of the joints, man. He he has been he, having a slow, steady incline of his career since. I can. Oh, he's remember. a bass player, right? Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was part of the whole. Uh, I think Kendrick Lamar team early mm-hmm. on. Just a great experimental album. But, all his all his albums are like that. But it was soulful and it was mm-hmm. it was like aggressive but soft. It yeah. was, and you can hear the instrumentation like no one has bass lines like that, yo. No. It's like I miss bass lines like that in, in music, yo. It just remind me of like some 70s R&B yeah. shit, man. Yeah. This one was... I love this. Oh, he was in uh, Pimp, To Pimp a Butterfly for Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, exactly. I love this song, and normally I would hate a song like this. You just hear that instrumentation. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. So good. Great pick, never. The Great only thing pick. I don't like about his albums, they're really short. Mm. They're like 35, 40 minutes long. That's how it is nowadays, though. Yeah. Great pick. Great pick, Never. That's awesome. Cool. Number three, Pop Smoke. Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Think it was a good album. Yep. Rest in Peace, Pop Smoke. Undebatable. Number two, The Weeknd, After Hours. Mm Mm-hmm. Great album. And number one, Nas, King's Dead. Really? (laughs) At first, I didn't like it, but it grew on me. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. It's it's not a typical Nas album that I would want, but I mean, but it, I mean for actually cool. I think it's one of the best Nas albums he put out in a minute. I mean, it's no Illmatic or fucking. No, you probably Stillmatic. right. It's definitely of course nothing's gonna be like that. You, but. you gotta give it to Nas though, man, to to be able to come out with an album like that yeah. and have it be relevant and Sonically to be like it's that, nominated yeah. for a Grammy, right? Isn't it is, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's pr- that's really what like 30 years in the game that's pretty Just crazy about, yeah about yeah was when did he come out now 90 91 or 92 yeah, 90 90 well he came he was on um live at the barbecue that came out oh in yeah that's true, that's true i'm thinking about illmatic oh illmatic yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like 93 93 you know what album was really good i didn't put it on my list but mm-hmm. i started listening to it because it was nominated for a grammy for album of the year yeah um freddie gibbs and alchemist um alfredo the production is very amazing. boom bad, it, it reminded me of um alchemist with prodigy yeah. Yeah. So then they have some good joints together. Yeah. Uh my five is Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. Good pick. After I was the weekend. Shoot for the Stars Pop. The Dark Lane demo tapes by Drake. And then Yo Hago Lo Que Me De La Gana by Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. That first one that he dropped top of the year is probably one of the best fucking reggaeton Latin albums I've heard in a long time. Top to top to bottom. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really good uh, work of effort, effort, whatever uh, the fucking kids say. Yeah, man, these are these are actually really good picks. Uh, what do you have? I agree with Neva. Thundercat 
it is what it is. I, I mm-hmm. forgot about that one. That's a really fucking good album. It Sonically is, sounds amazing. Um, uh, I got to give it up to Earth Gang, man. Spilligion. Wow. You guys got to... Ch- it reminded me of some Outkast shit. Yes. It was, it was a good album. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And I, I would never expect an album like that to come out in 2020. I would expect it from them. Yeah. It was really good, though. And I was, I was impressed, man. I became a big fan of them last year, summer, after we were in New York. Mm-hmm. When you brought it up, you're like, oh, Earth Gang's over there. I'm like, oh, I'm not really familiar with the music. And I went back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Became a fan. Spilligion, it was it was good, man. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Spilligion. Uh and then Salt Man. Both of the albums that they dropped this Not year. I'm mad at you. Rise and um uh Untitled Black Is. Mm-hmm. It was just really good, man. Like uh, So that's one that's that's two and three for you or Yeah, I'll put it two and three, sure. Just great album, man. Really? And, and you know what uh, the al- their album was voted number one. For I what, think on, uh, list. on NPR for 2020. I'm not mad. This is shit that uh, what's his name? Uh, Com- yeah, Cosmo Baker. Cosmo Baker put it on. Cosmo yeah, Baker put, put yeah, all of the songs. I really like. I really like both albums a lot. You guys should check it out. Salt. S A U L T. And it's weird because I'd be listening to it like, yo, this is Kid's sister. And I think uh, I got to give it up to Jack Harlow, man. I think that album deserves a mention. <laughs> Fuck, man. For the, one of the best hip-hop albums of 2020. That album alone is great. Jack Harlow had a I had wasn't a expecting that fucking album to come out that good. Yeah. It's a little, you know, he takes a little from Drake a little bit, you know? He's a new school kid. It's a little a little Drake-ish, but it's a, it's a really good fucking album, man. I, well, I think Boy Wonder's a lot in the production. Yeah. So that's... Oh, no wonder. Yeah. yeah. Boy Wonder's a lot in that production. Uh, What do you call it? All right, man. Favorite editors, yo. Ooh-wee. We're going to give a shout to all the DJ, producer, editors. Uh, I guess while we've been streaming, who we've been playing, who's been kept. Uh, I will say this. Can I say something? What? Maybe in the past two years, uh-huh. a lot of these editors and producers. Saving our asses. Well, no. Well, yes. <laughs> they've been saving our asses, but they've also kind of been learning to produce music a little bit better. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they're not making these EDM remixes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which and they're starting to kind of like actually produce like remix edits that that are sounding more professional. Some mm-hmm. of them are sounding way more professional. <coughs> mm-hmm. And they're not sticking to like the twerk remix or like you know what yeah, I'm saying? Or right. the Mumbaton remix. Mm-hmm. Or they're not doing the trap remix. Yeah. These like um like predictable, irrelevant sounding twerk remixes. music. Yeah, yeah like it's so irrelevant, and I feel like this year everyone really just stepped up and really just started making some relevant remixes and edits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say even more this year, because honestly, never. You and I in the clubs would, would never be playing some of these edits. No, mm-hmm. not at all. If, from some of these producers, <laughs> even two years ago, we would have mm-hmm. been like, yo, this shit isn't relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really now they're starting to understand and really, and they're just honing in their craft, man. And you're getting a lot better, and I think... The pandemic, maybe staying in, you know, really helped out a lot. Had them focusing on just being better producers. Yeah. So shout to all of y'all, man. This uh, is your time. Uh, Never you want to listen. I have no. T- I'm, I really don't have a top five. No, no. I, yeah. I don't have no typical order, or whatever. Yeah. This is like on um, guys I like their remixes. Um, Nick Bike. 
Big bike. I think this is a big year for him. He yeah. had like a lot of dope shit that came out. Mm-hmm. That a lot of people was playing on the um, streams yeah. on Twitch. Um, the homie Noba Slaps. He had some good uh, mixes this year also. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of good mixes. A lot of cumbia. Yeah, a lot of weird, a lot of weird, weird cool shit. So yeah, yeah. exactly. It was and, interesting. Yeah, and a special one, special shout out. He's well known already. Um, Law Finesse. He put out this Motown um, remix album. It's amazing. But like remixes of Jackson Five, Elder Barge, um, Marvin Gaye, Switch. It was yeah. really good, man. Yeah, it was when, amazing. When did that drop, Neff? Um, like in June or July. Okay, in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. I'll play a little bit of it. Really. Yeah, he just. I know we got the stems for this. Do you, do you know the story behind this? Oh, he got. Uh, no, I'm not sure. I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> you got it from. <laughs> you know I'm going. Yeah. Mel Star's dad. <laughs> you got it from Mel Star. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was an official Motown release. Yeah. So oh, it was. He oh, got, so yeah. he, he no, no, got it. No, no, like, yeah, He got it from them. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Well produced. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely check out that. I didn't that know collection. this was dropped this year as a whole project. Yeah. yeah. It was called the Motown State of Mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, see what he is. Did that there. all, uh, Neva? Yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. Okay, uh, I have a few. Yeah, uh, vacations. Uh, they did a few edits. They're more like a tracky edits, not more so the things you can play in the club, but you can play them on the streams. Mm-hmm. Vacations. They did this cool thing uh, about a year ago. Um, they did Shade, uh songs, her vocals over some Drake beats. Sounded really, really well. Dope. And they did some other shit. And then I have uh, Tesher. I don't know if you guys know him. He's really, really big on the TikTok edits. I've gotten a few yummy cuts from the Justin Bieber song off of him. No, uh, by the way, that song almost made my worst song list. Oh, yummy? God, yummy. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how it was all over the charts? Yeah. It's still one of the biggest songs of 2020. Oh, it is. It, it dropped it top is. of the year. Like, DJ, DJ City released like their most downloaded song. And Yummy's number and that one. Was number and one. Yummy was number Jeez. one. I lo- you know me. I love that record. So, Tesher, check him out on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And then the homie, Junil from Miami. Junil. Man. Queen. He sent me a pack of shit. Yeah. Fuck, it's so many great fucking works. Him, him and somebody else, great fucking work. And it's cool because Junel from Miami, yeah. Junel, because Co- I was Korean, was, Korean, Korean, Korean brethren, yeah. Korean brethren. Shout uh, out to the Korean brethren. Korean <laughs> finest. It's funny because when I met Junel, he was he was there for uh, Silent Addy's recording of last year for us in Miami, mm-hmm. and he was there and his him and his homie just they looked like the little goon squad just chilling. I don't know who they were, and then little do I know he puts out some great fucking music and shit. So yeah, June is one of my top. And then I mean honorable mentions is Nick Bike and Nopa Slaps, of course. Good, good. Uh I gotta give it up. You know, man, Spider Tech man, he's been doing some oh, interesting he's been getting shit. Busy. Yeah, he's been doing some really great shit. He made this genuine so anxious remix. Mm-hmm. World Oof. podcast fam. Mm-hmm. Yes. He did a great job with this uh genuine so anxious remix. It was like a Bile Funk remix. And I think he did a great job, man. And then um, I got to give a shout to The Funk. Every time I see a The Funk remix or or re-edit, I download the Defunk. I hope hope I'm pronouncing it right. The Funk. The Funk. And then Devolve. I got to give it up to Devolve. (laughs) Devolve. Wow, okay. Every time I see his remixes, I download them shits. It's a good one, yeah. And then they they always like, they always take a really good, he he always just makes a perfect version that I could play in a club. Mm -hmm. 
And then I got to give it to uh, Nick Bike, of course. There's another dude named Austin Mills. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's oh, been yeah. getting been... fucking crazy busy. So I like Austin Mills a lot. Mm-hmm. I think some of it is a little, it's raw. Yeah. And it's good. And it sounds like he's doing it live. Mm-hmm. But I think some of it I would like to get. Fine tune it, yes. I, I would like it to be a little bit more refined just as a final edit because some of it sounds like he's doing it live. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But this is one of my favorites. He's one of them. And of course, we got to give a shout out to our fan, MoMA. MoMA kind of oh, killed it this year. Oh, my God. He did great. Yeah. MoMA killed it with his edits and his remixes. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. sure you guys have heard it all. Yeah. Shout and then, uh, yeah, man, I got to give a shout out to Basic, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, BA, like from Bay, Bay Area, Basic. Oh, jeez. And then Trey's. Shout to Trey's. Trey's is consistent this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yo, I got to give it up to Just Incredible, man. He. He had some remixes. I forgot about yeah. that. You're right, yeah. Just incredible. I have to... I fucking... <laughs> it's so the, funny. The, the Summer Walker joint. The Summer Walker joint. The Danny yep. Lay shit. Yeah. The Danny Lay. He just mm-hmm. did one for Bad Bunny and Snow the Product. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know who Snow the Product is, but she's amazing. She's from LA. Uh, yeah, she, they had a moment in on, on radio that day. They released a Dakiti remix by Snow the Product. She put a verse on one of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snow the Product is more of an underground LA artist. Yeah, more on the Nipsey Hustle side. Really doesn't get radio play, but when they premiered that song that night, it was a big buzz in the city. That's dope. Yeah, so that's a, yeah. So that's yeah. The I gotta give a I shout out about that remix. He's been making some really great remixes to the point where I'm playing his versions. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Danny Lay shit, the the hurt. Yep, the, the, so some of some walk, some Walker joint. I don't mm-hmm. think he dropped the hurt yet. I, don't th- I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, he's... Oh, shit. I gave something away. Yeah, you fucked it yeah, up. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Uh, who cares? <laughs> I'll take something and see if I can leave this in. But yeah, he, he's doing one with her. Yep. Well, but good yeah. shit, man. I mean, I think, I think that's our 2020 wrap-up. Yeah. And yeah, by, by the way, I didn't, I didn't voice this before, but we are listing this from a point of view of Las Vegas club DJs. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So I know Miami's going to be completely different. I know Cali's going to be different, New York, Chicago. Mm -hmm. I'm sure everywhere is going to be completely different, but this is our 2020 recap from Las Vegas, from the Las Vegas DJ club scene. Um, And then I I got a question, man, because I think we asked this last year. Like, um, It's kind of deep questions, man. Here come the tears. Yeah. (laughs) You have to close it out with tears. What was was a defining moment or like your most valuable lesson learned in 2020? I got to start it off? Yeah. Yeah, never. I learned how to adapt to a national pandemic that shut down the fucking entire city, the entire world. Yeah. Shit, man. Um, never thought that would happen. I also learned to overcome not seeing my family for like a year, which mm-hmm. is Being I have alone. never done before. This be the first time. Yeah. As well as uh, not, being people, not being able to see people I love. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's it. Is that mm. enough for? <laughs> is that too deep for? Uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> well, fuck. Just adapting to learning how to accept loss. Because this year, I mean, not everybody knows this, but this year, I kept texting Craig and I would tell Nev, 
just add another <laughs> to the tally because I lost a lot of family this year. And I mm-hmm. didn't publicly set this shit. A lot of family members, uh, a lot of family friends. I, If I count roughly, it's about 12 to 15 people. Yeah. So yeah. learning how to accept loss has been a fucking something that I had to learn this year. Mm. Very, very, very difficult. But yeah. It's good. My fault. Trying to get, don't want to start crying here. Get teary and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I also learned not to expect yourself from other people. Like, the way you treat somebody, don't expect that person to treat you the same. Like, no matter how much you do or how much you can do, some people are just shitty people, and they're going to fuck you over at the end. But I, I don't know if that's a lesson. I think you got played. <laughs> oh, God. You got played. No, it's just... Who is this directed to? Oh, God. <laughs> wow. We, why, why does he got to do you, Who are you targeting? To you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at you in the face. I'm going to look, I'm gonna look yeah. at your knees. Knees. <laughs> who are you targeting, motherfucker? To you. <laughs> no, I le- I who that. hurt you? Who hurt I, you? No, no, I'm not. I'm who not saying who is. is a, I saw a lot. A lot of this actually. Uh, you, you just saw it, right? It I just saw it never happened. Didn't happen to you. I saw a Netflix. Oh uh, yeah. Saw a Netflix. You got doc. a big ass heart there. You learned a lesson like that, and it didn't happen to you. No, it did not happen. But you learn. You le- you know you learn from other people's mistakes. I want to know who hurt you. No, you're not. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the PGs hurt me. <laughs> I'm oh, about I want to know who hurt you, bro. Let it go, man. You can't share nothing? Okay, you, you going to tell me later? I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later? Yeah, I'll tell you later. But Wait, yeah. so, so you said there's just shitty people. Yeah, just shitty people. There isn't just shitty people. I think that's a misconception. I think... <laughs> there's some shitty people. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think people are just selfish. Do you understand? People don't understand. No, that's... I didn't say selfish. I know there's selfish people. I'm selfish. Yeah. No, but, but there's, there's people, some shitty people. <laughs> there's some people that are so selfish that they don't understand and they can't. They don't. They don't see outside of their own perspective or needs. And we. But they do shitty things. They do it. shitty things because they don't realize it. Do you understand yeah. that they're hurting other people? But they I don't think. See it, it. But I think if they realize it, they, they won't, won't be they shitty. Won't, they wouldn't do it. So they're not mm-hmm. shit. That's the. I think that's the thing about this year is that everyone's like, "Yo, you voted for this." You voted for Trump. You're a shitty person. Yeah. You do this. You're a shitty person. You're not wearing a mask. You're a shitty person. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're shitty people. I just think they're very selfish people, right? And obviously, being stupid has a lot to do with it. And there's a whole bunch of things that come into play. But I think we just all got to... This is what I understand. You can't control motherfuckers, man. You can't control. You can't control motherfuckers. You can't like, stress about shit you can't control. You know what I'm saying? So like, I have to accept... Jamie the way he is. Even though I may yell at Jamie. <laughs> he hates me. Even though, yo, I fucking yelled at this motherfucker so bad a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I yelled at this motherfucker so bad. We got into it so bad. <laughs> no one ever knows. <laughs> and I was like, and I was trying to control myself because the whole thing is like, what I've been learning is that I can't change Jamie. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I can't expect him to, to change his life. He has to do it himself. No matter what I do and what I say, he won't get better till he wants to get better. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing goes for anybody. So I, I just really try to navigate myself around that. So it's kind of accepting yeah. Jamie for what he is, but then also setting boundaries so that I don't set myself up for disappointment. Does that make sense? No, I'm a disappointment, mm-hmm. man. No. <laughs> I'm just playing. Just but you feel me, right? Like, like if, no, I'm, I if I'm in a relationship with a chick, right? Let's say. Mm-hmm. And I expect it to be this and this and this. I'm just going to set myself up for, for disappointment, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to accept 
this shorty for what she is and what she is and, and for her to change on her own time. And if I if I can't deal with it, then I gotta then go. Move on. You know what I'm saying? Got that's that's what it's all about. <laughs> I love how you switched it. No, I'm just saying. No, no, there, no, no. There I love how you use somebody as an example instead of me. Well, you know what? Well, let's go get back to like the um, most valuable lessons we learned in 2020. Yeah. I learned to never take anything for granted. Because going into 2020, I thought it was going to be a great year. Mm-hmm. We we had a lot of shit that was going to happen with us, with the podcast. With the podcast, yeah. Personally, I was like, I had some dope gigs I was looking forward to mm-hmm. out of the country. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this shit happened, and all of it was gone. Mm-hmm. No money, income was coming in. I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And somehow, I made it through the end of the year. I'm you still here. It. Are you still here? I'm still here, man. <laughs> Is this a I, I still have my house. I'm still... I don't know. Like, when all this shit happened, I was scared. I was like, I didn't know what was going to happen, man. I think your year started off worse. It started bad. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. Rip, That's what I was thinking. Else, okay, March is going to be better. Going into April, then it just got even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, there was times I was thinking to myself, "Fuck, what's gonna happen? Man? What's the What's the next year? Yeah. Yeah. What to do, man? Yeah. Am I gonna have to get a job at um Home Depot? Smith, at Smiths? Okay. I was Home Depot. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, like Home Depot. Like whatever, plants. man. It's like, yo, I didn't know what was gonna happen, but yeah. somehow I I don't know things worked out. Um, hopefully, it'll get better in twenty twenty one. It's like that saying from the movie, um, the bl- movie Blow with Johnny Depp. Yeah. When the fa- you talked about this before, or yeah. we talked about it, the father was like, you know, sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Sometimes you're up, sometimes. And when down. you're up, you never think you go down. Exactly. And when yeah. you're down, you never think you, you go up. back up. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, that's life, man. It, it's like you know, I, but it's hard though with like when you're in your twenties, mm-hmm. and it, everything just seems so permanent. But when you're in twenties, you're not really thinking. No, but everything that happens in your twenties, you think it's gonna last forever. Yeah, that's exactly. the difference. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. When you get older, you realize, mm-hmm. oh, there's so many ups and downs in life. Yeah, exactly. You understand? Mm-hmm. In a small but, pocket of time. Like, but that's why that you know I talk to twenty year olds. You know, twenty year old DJs. They DM me sometimes, and they 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 make such a big deal out of like a loss. Do you know what I mean? Like, I lost this opportunity, or I lost this gig, or I lost this, mm-hmm. and they don't realize that more will come. Yeah, that's not the end of the world, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, as you get older, you realize there's just waves and phases of life exactly where you're right. up and you're down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it lasts a few months, sometimes it lasts a few years. Yeah, and I'm starting to really look because as you're getting older, things last. You, you start gauging how long bad periods last and good periods last mm-hmm. because of your experience. You're like, oh man, this is gonna be like a good year and a half of bullshit. Yeah. But I got to do something in this year and a half so I could fix it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things, yeah. Like you, like you just said, it's all ups and downs, and as low and as shit as you feel right now, it's not permanent. Yeah, it's so everything we go through and everything we feel is so temporary. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. it's like a physical ailment where you lose an arm or you lose a leg, it's all temporary. All of these feelings and yeah, all of these emotions we go through, and it just makes us stronger and it makes us wiser. So. You have to go through that shit. Like, young motherfuckers need to learn the more loss and pain you go through in your 20s, the stronger you become and smarter you become because you've learned so many lessons, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you're right, man. And this is an important year. I feel like with the internet, with social media, with festivals every weekend, mm-hmm. no one knows who they are. And they define themselves by their social media and what they show off. And then when they sit down and they're alone with themselves, 
it, they don't know what to do. They yeah. don't know who they are. Yeah, they have no scary. identity. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's kind of like uh, there's a great movie, man that that you guys should see is the Sound of Metal. It's on Amazon Prime. I'm gonna check it out. Sound of it Metal. Sounds familiar. What was? It's basically a guy who was a heavy metal drummer. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he yeah. lost. He loses his hearing. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. Yeah. And he he was a former addict. He was sober. He mm-hmm. was dependent on his girlfriend who was in his band. Mm-hmm. And he lost everything in a span of like a week or basically a day. He lost his hearing. He lost everything, and he had to readapt to a new world. Mm-hmm. Damn. But you know, it, it's just a great movie, and you kind of realize there's there's a point where he's going to rehab. And they're saying like, yo, if you're not able to sit, you know, sit with yourself alone mm-hmm. and write your thoughts out, mm-hmm. you know, that's really the real peace in life. That's when you know you're sober, when you're able to be sober, when you can sit down and be alone with yourself and be alone with your thoughts mm-hmm. and really kind of really just analyze yourself and your life and who you are and what you want yeah, your, and what your losses and dreams and mm-hmm. everything, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought it was really, really touching. I'm going to so, check it out, yeah. I, it's heard, a about, great I heard about game. that movie. It's yeah. on Amazon Prime, so if you have Amazon Prime, it's yeah. free. Definitely check it out. It really touched me. Pause. <laughs> and then... <laughs> oh. Are we, we going to get rid of pause in 2021? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I was going to try to do in 2021? Not curse. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, for real. I'm going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> Fam, really? <laughs> I would bet you. I'll bet you anything. Should you we want. do a curse jaw, like a curse, a curse jaw? For what? You make so, us all so rich? You, yeah, right. Maybe that's a good thing. Bro, yeah, you, we you have see, all this money at the end of the year. Not in the podcast. You, you see mom. these greedy ass motherfuckers? That's all they care about. <laughs> Yo, listen. Your mom listens to the podcast. Hi, mom. I know that you. Oh, will, hi, mom. My mom. Yeah, hi, mom. Because I'm not gonna say her name. But anyway, you don't know her name. Yes, I, I do. Yes, I do. I pay attention. Uh, this is some disrespectful ass shit. No, I'm just saying. I know you don't curse on the podcast, but in real life, I curse a like a lot. You like curse a, a lot. Not too much on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast, more because your mom tells you not to curse. But oh, really, this motherfucker. Yes, yeah, you said this shit before. But in real life, yeah. you will go broke. If we have a curse chart, you're fucking going broke. In real life, real life, off of the podcast. Bro, you're going. Someone, someone, uh, someone's left a message, or someone said something about why does why does crooked say motherfucker so much? Oh, I know who that is. Who is it? I'm not gonna say it. Say it. Uh, it was, <laughs> bleep, bleep it out because I don't know who you're talking about. I'll say it. She won't mind. It was Nudia. Oh, I say motherfucker. You so say motherfucker. She's like, yo, I hate when crooked says motherfucker. Motherfucker, so right here. Is it like it's a New York thing, thing, right? Is that a New York thing? I don't know. That's a you thing. Never doesn't use motherfucker so much. <laughs> he does say motherfucker. No, like not you. really. No, not really, man. Right. Never doesn't curse that much in real life outside of the podcast. He doesn't really curse. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna stop cursing in 2021. Yeah, start using uh, uh, alternative words. I'll see what's up. I'm gonna try, man. I'm gonna try. <laughs> oh, motherfucker! Any, like, any, resu- any resolutions for 2021? <laughs> Same old. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna stop drinking in 2021. Wow. Really? <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Cold, cold turkey. Cold turkey. Let's man. bet Why? him. Why? Let's bet him money. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I need to slow down a bit. No, no, no. Why? Come on, man. No, I just feel like I need to slow You know what? I'm not. Let me stop. I'm going to still probably still drink beers, but liquor-wise, I think I'm going to cut it down. I'm not mad at that. I might, I might get fatter, but hey. <laughs> I think you're going to get fat. I think you're going to lose weight if you're no. not drinking as much. No. I mean, I've not having all those calories, sugars. But beer's beer more. Beer is like, yeah, I get a beer belly oh. as well. <laughs> 
Okay. You're going to cut down on drinking? <laughs> I'm going to cut down on drinking, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cut down. You know what I hate, though? And, I, and I've, I've wanted to cut down. What's that? Um, I hate being the old drunk DJ dude. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly, man. No one wants it. Like, it's different when you're young and you're drunk. You're like, oh, this smells it's like fun, it. yeah. But and then when you look at the old, the old drunk DJ, it's sad, right? It is, man. It's like, it reminds me of that movie with uh, Jeff Bridges, Crazy Heart. Oh, yeah. When he was a country singer <laughs> yeah. and he couldn't stop drinking. Yeah. And he was like fucking up gigs and his whole that's, life. That's like the movie with um, Lady Gaga and um, yeah. Star is Born. Star is Born. Yeah, yeah. Except Crazy Heart was sadder to me. Oh uh, um, no! I guess they're both sad. They're both sad. Dude killed himself. Yeah, you, I just never wanted to be that old drunk motherfucker. Like, yeah, man. You know? I don't yeah. think. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sad <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> so yeah, both cutting down on drinking <laughs> and cursing. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. mad at that. Yeah, because I don't oh. want to say like uh, eat that pussy on a, on a live stream anymore. <laughs> that was the funniest shit. <laughs> like since when I'm drinking, like I just say some wild, stupid shit. Mm-hmm. I somehow it always somehow leads to eating pussy. Yeah, you just love, yeah. you just love doing that. Not in no more. No more. No more eating pussy in twenty twenty one. No more rock for you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, we gonna end this. We wanted to talk about the Bee Gees movie a little bit, right? Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's amazing it's a good movie. Yeah, fucking amazing. We're gonna do movie. actually a Bee Gees battle uh, this, this Sunday. Week. Yeah. That should be really good. I believe yeah. a lot of uh, uh, a lot of cool shit's gonna happen for that battle. So mm-hmm. make sure you tune in for that yeah. one. The Bee Gees doc, though, I did want to talk to Never because I was I was when I first saw the doc, I told Never, I'm I like, yo, I didn't know about that disco is dead shit. You yeah, didn't know that? that was and, a big well, deal, no, man. I knew about. I didn't know that it tied to like kind of racism and like like gay hate. Mm-hmm. I knew about the gay hate, definitely. Yeah, racism, uh, a little bit, yeah. But you can kind of see it. Like I didn't. It was like backlash to the gays and because disco was like, I felt like all of these these white dudes were losing their girlfriends who were going to the discotheques mm-hmm. and they were dancing with like minorities and they were mm-hmm. dancing with gay people mm-hmm. and these dudes started feeling like out of the loop. They couldn't, they, they didn't like the music. They couldn't dance to it. They couldn't and I think it's all about, <laughs> fam, Sean I think, Travolta I think it's all about not being able to dance yeah. and learn the moves and uh-huh. go with them and dance I mean, well, look them. at yep. the fucking uh-huh. loser that was fucking uh, head of everything, that fat dude. He probably never got laid. He yeah. was probably pissed. Yeah, that yeah. DJ, right? Yeah, yeah. the DJ mm-hmm. from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I knew about the disco sucks, how bad that shit was, because in the show, that 70s show, they, they highlight that a yeah. lot. So that's when I first got a glimpse. See, but I knew, see, I grew up I grew up into the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. So I grew up in the 80s, but there was this, I remember there was this stigma of like disco being for sissies. I remember mm-hmm. that. It was like disco sucks, disco's for sissies and everything. And I remember hearing the disco and I'd be like, yeah, this is good though. Good this is like good yeah. shit. <laughs> and but it was really that stigma, like it it held on for a long time until, and it was with the Bee Gees too. Like the Bee Gees yeah, are sissies. Yeah, I bought sissies. All of this shit is like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. It, and now I know where it came from, from with the documentary. Do the mm-hmm. Yeah, because you didn't you didn't know about that backlash when they were like blowing up the the disco. I know, I know, in the know, I know about, about that. that. Yeah, that was a big that. That was a big deal back in the days. But yeah, when the dude was the saying line. that they were like Stevie but, but he Wonder. was like taking out the albums with the Stevie Wonder album. That I did not know. Yeah. And who what was the other artist? That, uh, Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Marvin Gaye, yeah. Wonder, That's, I didn't know that shit. It was like Roy Ayers, all yeah. of them motherfuckers. Yeah, he was like, those yeah. are not Discord. Those are they didn't really talk like, about that back in the days, but everything yeah. else, definitely, yeah. And then and I, I love that, that, that I didn't know that dance music became its own chart. 
you yeah. know, and Billboard. No, yeah, man, yeah. And then and obviously when you listen to disco, right, and you mm-hmm. and think about club music, that, that shit just evolved and became house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. And then and it's just and now it's EDM mm-hmm. and now, now it's, it's taking over everything. Well, bro. now it's a little bit more back to the dance disco shit with the Dua Lipa shit, a mixture of a lot of things. But you still hear the the mm-hmm. dance and the disco influence in every song nowadays. For sure. Mm-hmm. I just honestly, I I really my mom was big on the BG, so uh, to me this documentary just solidified what I always thought that the BGs were far greater band. Than the Beatles. Now you're on drugs. No, (laughs) this is a this this is Jamie (laughs) Tate. Am I wrong? I just I was telling that. Am I I shocked that he was talking solidified and all of this shit that he was saying? No, what are you talking about? I'm not. I'm not. I don't. The Beatles to me don't. You're crazy. No, he's bugging out. You're bugging out. You need to see a Beatles documentary. Maybe I need to do that. Yeah, to understand it, but the I Beatles just don't are genius, get it. genius on the under genius level. For you to say that takes a lot, so I'm gonna take your word. Maybe I have to look at it. But the Bee Gees to me were just, I mean, we fucking. We, I think it was good to see this documentary because I think there was a label, like, and everyone categorized the Bee Gees as really corny pop music, mm-hmm. but they were just honestly, they they were just really good R and B sung by a bunch of white boys, you know. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they were just great. Yeah. They're from Australia, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of Australians just doing really good fucking R&B. And they mm-hmm. went to England. And, yeah. yeah, and it was a shame that they had the whole Disco Sucks shit on them because they could have kept making records, yeah, yo. that ruined their career. Imagine, I mean, they didn't ruin their careers because they went on and to I didn't know how write big, and produce other artists. Yeah, but imagine if they were recording together yeah. and, then, and making up. music and mm-hmm. then continuing that through the 80s, Yeah, how that could have evolved. Yep. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Because there was a confidence level that they, their confidence was destroyed. Yeah, yeah. after the disco section. You know, it's mm-hmm. it was just like they couldn't catch a break. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it was. I mean, they they were obviously big stars, but I would have loved to have heard like the Bee Gees in the eighties and what they could have made in the eighties. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Saturday Night Fever was that big. Like, oh, was a, I, was like the, I was like the number one album of all time before Thriller came out. Yeah, up. but I didn't know that was a big ass moment like that ever. I mean, it's yeah, the, the disco. It's, it's like the number one soundtrack selling soundtrack. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's insane. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but it's a good, good fucking documentary. That's a good documentary. Um, so if you want to watch this episode on YouTube or view some of our older episodes as well, you can go to YouTube.com/slash/RoadPodcasts. Like, comment, subscribe. We post new episodes every Thursday. Every Thursday, y'all, without fail. So definitely come check out the new episodes on YouTube on Thursdays. And on Fridays on YouTube, we've been posting our older Sunday battles from Twitch. So Jamie and I have been working really hard to get these older battles on YouTube for you guys to watch. So every Friday, you can check these older battles on YouTube. And you can also check the newer battles on Sundays at twitch.tv slash roadpodcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitch and uh, subscribe if you can. We just started a new Tuesday on Twitch as well called Road Tuesdays. Basically, everyone in the crew alternates every week. You could check Never one week, Jamie one week, D-Miles the next week, and myself the next week. Hopefully, you know, we'll start incorporating some of the homies and have them do some guest spots as well on Tuesdays. So definitely check that out, twitch.tv slash roadpodcast. And um, uh, what do you call it? Definitely check out that Bee Gees doc if you haven't seen it mm-hmm. in our battle on Sunday and then yeah check out the Bee Gees battle you're gonna be battling with Eddie McDonald yes. a homie yeah it's gonna be interesting we're gonna be it's gonna be what we, we guys be doing some tricks some um, special shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> some, some theatrical shit happening yeah <laughs> sure and then uh, what do you call it I guess we'll see all of y'all in uh, 2021 
Stay safe. Have a Stay great New Year's Eve. Everyone have a happy New Year's. Try to, uh, you know, social distance and <laughs> stay isolated. Put your mask yeah. on. <laughs> but, uh, all right, y'all. I think we're out. Peace. No, Peace. no cursing in 2021 for crooked. <laughs> no no drinking for never. <laughs> <All right>. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>